Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the fifth anniversary. This is Austin Theory, and you're listening to WrestleCast Radio all day. Hey, hello to all my friends of WrestleCast Radio. This is Flip Gordon, and I'm very excited to introduce you to one of my favorite wrestling radio shows. Hey, what's up, guys, from WrestleCast Radio. This is Humberto Carrillo, WWE Superstar. You are listening to WrestleCast Radio. El Latino. Está en la casa, baby. Welcome to WrestleCast Radio. Hello there. This is the aerial assassin, Will Ospreay, coming from you live from the Tokyo Dome in Japan. And you are listening to WrestleCast Radio. What's going on? This is the man of the hour, Leo Rush, the 24-year-old piece of gold himself. And you are officially listening to WrestleCast Radio. Ah, shit. Time to get down, y'all. Time to get down, get funky. With your boy, Two Cold Scorpio. Get ready to open up this show live. Right here on the WrestleCast Radio. That's right. So if y'all already don't know, now you know. This is your boy, Two Cold, and I'm ready to get funky. So everybody out there, turn it up. Let's do this. Say his name and... He appears, I believe in Joe Hendry, I believe in Joe Hendry, cause they love him in London, and Paris, and Tokyo, America, Scotland, and Canada, and Mexico, they say, I believe in Joe Hendry, I believe in Joe Hendry. Gentlemen, how are you feeling? WrestleCast Radio 202. Alex, I believe. Damn it, I believe. Am I Joe? Am I Joe Hendry? <laughs> he could be. I've, I've had I mean, the biggest boner over the last, like, three weeks of Joe Hendry. I, oh, ever shit, boner like, patrol. The last, like, Ring of Honor, I was like, God, this guy's entrance song is epic. And then I've been watching a lot of his uh, um, IWC uh, Ireland Wrestling, I can't remember what the company, it's the one where like uh, Grado was in and was like a huge, they would do the big fear and loathing where their big shows and like Drew McIntyre was there and a lot of those guys, Damo was a big Ireland company and he would do like a parody song for every one of his opponents and I've just fallen in love with this guy. I brought him into the summit. I had to wrestle Dominic Mysterio the first week to get an easy win. Oh, did he get murdered? Meaning Dominic no, he, Mysterio. Yeah, yeah. And then the second week, I, I bumped it up and brought back Naoya Nomura um, to, to get, get, like, an incredible win. And then Nomura just gave him, like, three Death Valley drivers in one. And I was like, fuck. I'm good with <laughs> that. I'm very yeah, good I, with I, that. I, I was looking at it, and I was like, well, there goes, there goes that. And then, like, people in the chat were like, well, we don't have to believe in this guy anymore. <laughs> like, damn. 
<laughs> like he did, he did a parody of. Wait, I'm was Blue. he booked in AEW? Come on. <laughs> he he did a parody of I'm Blue, but of but I'm Drew, and he's got like a paper paper face of Drew McIntyre on, and he's and he's doing the I'm Blue song, and like at the fear and loathing, he cut instead of the I came in like a wrecking ball, he came in like a Hendry ball, and he's in like a giant hamster ball, and he does a head flip off it, lands on his feet. Like it, it's real. Really? It's just hilarious. The stuff that like go on there and watch some of the, the YouTube things. And I was like, this is one of the most creative dudes I've ever seen. Nice, nice. Oh well, yeah, that does sound rather interesting. I'll have to so check I'm, that out. He did a he did a a, a version for one of the, for like their mania of um uh oh my god what what's the the main like seven minute long Queen song. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, yeah, he did a Bohemian Rhapsody, but like with about his opponent and stuff, and like he edited it where it's like his face on the top of the screen, then on the bottom, and then on the sides. And... <laughs> I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's really he did a good job. He's awesome. So, yeah, that's all the time we got tonight for you. I mean, so... I'm down. I'm down to clown for that. Well, Just like I was down to the clown when no one was at the uh, at the fitness center this evening. You uh, said you were going to dance. Yeah, I, I dance, I rap, I sing. Oh, not jump on the stuff, but I'll stand on a bench maybe and let it all out. What what, what is your go-to you're singing? Because I have a thought of what I think you should be doing. Oh, what do I sing? Yeah. I mean, what I usually do, I'm not going to lie, I've been doing a lot of uh, downstate lately. Okay. <laughs> it gets me pumped on the treadmill. I'm just like, I am Cody Rhodes. Um, <laughs> like, I totally get the song now. No, but I, I would say a lot of Kendrick. Um, uh, Alt-J, who I saw at the Armory a few weeks back, which was an, a month ago, actually. Uh, it was an amazing show. Um a band called Rainbow Kitten Surprise, whose the name is outlandish, but what's cool about them is it's very like uh, Kings of Leon and mixed with Alt J. It's like six, seven people. Um, it's it's some cool, you know, neo noir folksy shit, which I dig. So uh, they're gonna be at the Armory actually at the end of the year. So I'm gonna hopefully. Uh, barring my driving capabilities in the winter, uh, might head down to that. So uh, a lot of that. Um, and Kanye, after watching that documentary, finally, after, you know, finally reaching in and saying, all right, it's time. Because, you know, he's, he's, it's hard to defend him in the last year or so. Um, but finally watching that has made me feel the good old Kanye and everything that he freaking predicted, literally. Uh, you know, 20 plus years ago and, you know, just seeing him being, you know, from the South side of Chicago uh, growing up, just, you know, hearing him and just watching all this. It was literally like watching the video through the wire, but just the long <laughs> for nine hours because that's all it was. It was those videos, you know, this, these, this uh, crew, um, but just phenomenal. And yeah, just doing, you know, Kanye deep dive, if you will. I was, uh, I've, I've heard the new push of T is, is very good. Kyle gave it a uh, pretty solid review. I think he said it's Tizzle. Tizzle, that's uh, all right, man. I can, I can, I can relate. Obviously, uh, <laughs> we should come out and get Ryan uh, Cinco de Mayo Tech Nine is going to be in the house. 
that diet. In Watertown, South Dakota. Um, I uh, I was hoping you were gonna do you were gonna be jamming out to this right here. Well, I really don't know how to say it, but I guess I love you. Well, Ken Oka. <laughs> right. Should have. I do have a wrestling theme uh, gimmick. I should try uh, adding Ken Oka to the mix there. Uh, but yeah, man, if I'm if I'm just chilling uh, on the treddy, um, yeah, I'll, I'll just I, sing and it'll be like a music video at times. And I, I always tell the gym owner, I'm like. Like, Steph, if you ever, like, randomly look through the footage, you could, like, do a splice, like, YouTube gag type of fucking video. Like, it's embarrassing, but I'm into it. You know, I'm not going to lie. So, you know, it's, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to say, on a wrestling-related note, too, uh, Warrior Wrestling 22, it's in St. Louis, unfortunately. But, yes. uh how good for uh, Will Osprey, Davy Richards. That's the main, eh? Yeah. Woo! That's like this weekend, isn't it? I think so. Should we go to St. Louis? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that'd be tight. I'm not going to lie. Um, they put on great shows. I mean, they, they truly do. It's awesome to see... Uh, Steve and the gang, uh, you know, starting from Marion Catholic, which is literally my neck of the woods, uh, my my next door community, uh, the the private prep school, if you will. Um, but uh, yeah, they they've just done phenomenal stuff. We've been lucky to do uh, record there uh, multiple times, uh, enjoy the shows as, fan, as fans, and to see them branch out into, into Indiana, which I despise. You know, it's Indiana. Uh, St. Louis, <laughs> not any better. Not going to lie. Did not have a good time at that uh, Elimination Chamber pay-per-view uh, after or prior to the show. Nothing to really do there. But uh, besides that, uh, kudos. And, I mean, again, like you said, Will Ospreay, Davey Richards. Wow, especially after Ospreay being in Chicago just a few weeks back, uh, taking on John Moxley in the main event at the Windy City Wrestling uh, Glitch Fest. Glitch Fest? Because of the feed. Uh. <laughs> or Windy City Riot, I apologize. Windy City Riot, but, yeah. Because it was a Glitch Fest. We can't repeat uh, what your text message said at the beginning of the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I have to say, if you want to talk about a, a glitch fest, I guess, if you will. <laughs> um, I have checked out every Raw since WrestleMania. What? Yeah. Are you and, okay, uh, man? We need to really get you a lady. <laughs> and the... Uh, this last no, night's I'm raw. Serious, Ryan. <laughs> last night's raw. Excuse me. Uh, I might have been. It might have been the best raw that they've had in ten years. No. It was, was an Austin comeback. <laughs> no, but they. It was the Randy Orton twentieth anniversary. Um, to the day actually of him debuting when he beat. Uh, Crash or Hardcore Hollywood's debut. Wow. And um, so, obviously, Riddle introduces him, and then he brings up Cody um, to talk to him. And then Rollins 
starts talking smack because all the wrestlers are on the ring. And then Rollins gets in the ring, and then Ezekiel gets in the ring and talks about how he's watched Randy Orton since he's a kid, and his older brother Elias always showed him videos. And then <laughs> oh, Owens comes out and screams about him. Are you he's kidding like, me? Yeah, he's like, he's like, no, that's that's Elias. I don't care that he passed the line detector. He's freaking out. Then the Usos come out and make it all serious. And then uh, Brawl breaks out. They did like an eight-man tag at the end of the show. And uh, Mustafa Ali came back. Tight, and he's going to be in a program with Ciampa. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, man, this is kind of tight. This is kind of a good show tonight. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for it. I mean, that it's something literally fresh. Uh, I don't think Mustafa Ali was in NXT, I don't believe. but uh, And I don't know if they faced each other, you know, at, uh, what was it, uh, AEW, I want to say, out in uh, Chicago. I should know that. Um, but, uh, you know, when Ali would wrestle there, you know, Ciampa, I know, has wrestled there, you know, quite a bit as well back in the aughts. So, uh, pretty interesting. I mean, I'm I'm down to watch that program. Um, here's one for the working man, uh, Coke Zero and all. But uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, ten man tags. I mean, I get it. I mean, it's a rest period. But uh, I mean, did they have any like special guests or like former wrestlers? I heard he shouted out um, Mick Foley, which I'm really happy. Uh, take yeah. note to Mark Calloway. Too busy bringing weapons into the locker room, reminiscing about that shit. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's just I think what's what surprised me is Cody has just been Cody. Yeah. No, like he in, in the the first week back he he got he came out with or for the Miz gimmick, and he's like I came back here because there's so many superstars that I want to be able to say that I've beaten, and Miz corrects him. He's like he's like. Uh, or no, he said wrestlers, and Miz corrects him with superstars. And he goes, he goes, he goes, Mike, don't even try to correct me because I'm never going to change it. And everyone's like, oh. And then he's, and then he's like, I will, I, I'll do what my dad never did, and I will win the belt. I, I will take it home. And then Miz is like, ah, belts are for pants, kind of like I always would say. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and he's like, we have titles, and he's like, sure, Champion I'll win the title. title. And I was like. You know, for the first time, I'm not mad at somebody using belt because he's, like, deliberately using the words they're not supposed to. Hey, don't fall for the trap, man. You remember, like, wow, Cody's the biggest star in wrestling. He's the biggest face in the history of wrestling. He's the first, what, year and a half in AEW. And, I mean, he's getting that treatment on a grander scale, that's for sure. His WrestleMania yeah. entrance. Uh, music and all from Downstate, my new favorite is band. Um, <laughs> it's the... Uh, in the Mark Music Group handbook. Um, see, no, that, I like I mean, the end of it's AEW amazing AEW the treatment run. that he's getting. What's that? I liked his end of AEW run. I liked the mix. Oh, so did I. I thought that was some really good work. It was a little, it was trying to be like what, what uh, Danielson did when he, you know, kind of quote unquote turned to heel, you know, during mm-hmm. that program. Um, but it was just like he was feeding into it without feeding into it. You know, he was still playing it, you know, how he wanted to, but he knew how to, you know, get under the skin. With the emphasis and the usage of words that he's known for. I know he's getting critiqued on the WWE level because they're fans, you know, they're not AEW marks like us. So 
Um, you know, they, they're, you know, trying to tell them to dumb it down. Sadly, I've been told to dumb it down uh, in some instances with people, uh, you know, in this community. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, I mean, I get where he has to do that because, you know, in the end, it's all for, you know, the business purposes. So, um, I, I think they've been doing a good job. I've been watching the segments, whether it's on YouTube um, or, you know, I'll, I've been recording raw. I'm not going to lie. A little bit more, if I remember. Um, and the Cody segments I've watched, and I love the him and Owens. I, I like uh, what they're doing with Seth Rollins coming off of that fantastic match um, at Mania. And for him to keep boosting it, it's just like, when are they going to do him and Reigns then for the title? You know, since he is the literal universal champion, or whatever the hell they're going to call it when they debut that new strap here pretty soon. Um, but uh, I think for now, the programs that he's running, I like the thing with The Miz. I'm not going to lie. I kind of wish they would have stretched that in. Uh, but it's the E, so what do we expect but another yeah. rematch? It's just, it's, it's like when I watched, the, I watched a, like a 50-minute post-mania press conference that he did with a bunch of the Mark writers. Voluntarily oh, and he and they're like, well, what happens when they come to you with the promo and stuff? Because we know how great your promo skills will become. And he he laughs and like, why? Because I still practice every day in front of my mirror like I'm a kid. And they all laugh. You know, he's like, I love it. I love it. He goes, look, you want me to be honest with you? You want me to tell you the corporate answer? Because he got corrected by one of the, the stagehands about saying wrestler after like the fourth time during this thing. Yeah. And that's why somebody brought up the thing about writing his promos. He goes, look, he goes. I'm going to just tell you like it is, and they might not like this, but that's what happens when you get to, you know, make your own contract to say, he goes, I'll smile and thank the writer for, for giving me the material. And I'll, I'll tell him to, you know, make sure to get, get over it, get the bullet points to be ready to cut the promo. And then when I close the door, I'm going to put it in the garbage can. <laughs> and he goes, they might not like me saying that, but I'm going to be nice to their face at least. Man, He's what like, a, I'm here. What a really I've shown, he is. He's like, I, I shown, he goes, I, I, I left this company to prove to them that I can, that I am a bigger star than they're using me for, and now I'm here to prove it, and, you know, that's why we were able to talk good business. So it sounds like, and these shows have actually felt like Vince has kind of let, let up a little bit. Like, I still fast forward over almost all of it, because I don't, I still don't care, but I'm the sorry, stuff I, I do watch. I was trying to get married to Tamina, and I dipped out, and I was like, "Nope, not for I'll me, bro." What, not for me. I laughed during that segment. <laughs> boo, because like Tamina then then ends up with, it ends up with both women together and both men together, and and like Tamina looks at Liv and Liv's like, "All right," and they go to like or not Liv Morgan on Dana Brooks. See, they still I still can't tell them apart, but they like. They're they're getting ready to like they kind of put their arms on each other and then meanwhile you see uh, uh, Tozawa and Reggie are like Tozawa is like just trying to kiss the hell out of them <laughs> and you're like whoa <laughs> and then they, then they end up getting switched back to normal and then they like they, they do all the you may kiss the bride shit or whatever and Reggie like bends her over and starts kissing her and then he stands her up and then he does a schoolboy and pins her to win the title back. <laughs> and then, <laughs> is it really? That's well yeah. done. That's well done. <laughs> and then Tamina takes him down and pins him. And then Tozawa goes under her dress and she can't see him because of the big dress and how small he is. 
Austin, she yeah. falls over. He comes out from the dress with the title. And then Dana Brooke rolls him back up and pins him and re-wins it. And then she leaves and she looks at the title. And she's like, I guess it's just us. And she starts making out with the title. <laughs> but before that. Oh, my when, God. That's great. I love when, that finish. When, I got to watch that now again. Because I, like, legit turned it off halfway through. But if I'm going to get Dana Brooke and making out with an inanimate title, count me <laughs> the bleep in. And the only reason I stayed with it is because our truth like, the crowd's, like, chanting random shit because they hate it. And Truth's like, you got to stop. He's like, if you don't stop, they ain't going to have me back here, and I need to get booked. So could you please be quiet <laughs> so we can finish this? <laughs> The crowd's like laughing. Like then Reggie's going on to do his his, uh, speech. The crowd's getting up in arms because they're getting so frustrated. And Truth's like, "Excuse me, I said please stop. I want them to bring me back next week. Can you please be quiet (laughs) and just just make noise when they're done? We're almost finished." And everyone's laughing. And like all the wrestlers are laughing at this point now. So now I'm watching because Truth has got me so enamored to watch this segment. Otherwise, like if it would have been like like Eric Bischoff, I would have, I would have never got to the finish. But truth is so damn funny. It's like if you get out of hand, they're gonna think it's my fault. They won't bring me back. <laughs> Random shit like that. He's great. And Ron definitely knows how to killing the audience. Oh man! Sure. Well, look at him and Lesnar. Like Lesnar's like true. crying, <laughs> laughing with them. Very true. I mean, I mean Lesnar develops the I mean, rock everyone, really. <laughs> I feel yeah. bad because I always used to, I always used to shit on Archer back uh, in TNA or whatever. I'm like, who's this guy? Well, he's just break dancing and whatever. And uh, yeah, his character, just over the last twenty years, just amazing. Just fun stuff to watch, and he's a hell of a talent. And I wish I could look like that when I'm fifty, whatever he is. It's insane. Oh God, I know he's yo. fifty. People over there, what's up? Well, maybe but, I can get there uh, because of all the wonderful supplements and uh, products and snacks I've been getting from repsports.com. That's R-E-P-P, sports.com. Use the promo slash coupon code at checkout to save 15%. WrestleCast, that's Wrestle, C-A-S-T, at checkout, 15% off. Get those Beat Your Bodies ready, baby. Uh, or or get like cook and grow your hair out and look baller by getting on that pro testosterone uh, and get that muscle level up as well by utilizing their weight plus and a bunch of other wonderful intra workout supplements. And yeah, I mean, I've I've been getting compliments with my, uh, my posts from earlier. So kudos. I I am now Alex Miro. uh, Thanks to you, Ryan. (laughs) I've been blushing all day. I was like, oh, you think I'm Miro. I love it. <laughs> so thank you for making a gal feel wanted. I appreciate it. I was like, whoa, it's Miro, man. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's a great picture. I was like, I have to share this with the world. <laughs> You're tight as hell. <laughs> Um, and that so Johnny I, Depp thing, I'm not, I mean, the clip, I don't know if you've been watching the trial clips no. with him and Amber Heard, but man, these lawyers that she got are the worst, and they're like bumblers, and he literally asked Johnny Depp, he was like, would you say that you're like considerably bigger than Miss Amber Heard? And he's like, uh, no, I wouldn't think so. And then like, he's smiling. 
the like the people in the courtroom are laughing and they show Amber Heard and it's like hard for her to like not laugh but also you know scream obscenities at him and the poster uh who did you know has been doing all this research for the trial uh just cut in like or cued in curb your enthusiasm theme which is like my favorite show in the world <laughs> so it was like the best thing ever and uh I've been thinking about that since I saw it so it's wonderful yeah that's I, I couldn't I couldn't get into that was about the extent of uh, sentiment for Here's me was it. watching the the uh, Amber Heard pooping in his bed or whatever. That's so that random. Shit, that chick's nuts. That chick is what we call a whack job. You've known a few of those, haven't you? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah. I've I've done well, I've done. Done some dirties with some with some of them. Whoa, some dirty. Some of the dirty, dirty. <laughs> I uh, same Paul. I, I did. I did want to say. Um, that that I know we're way past May, you know, or a month or three weeks past Mania season now. Like, totally understand Uh-oh. all that. But I do want to say that I think night two of Mania was the best media I've seen since, like, 30. Really? And I enjoyed I night one. loved it. I, I don't know what it was, but I loved the Jackass match. Yeah, that was when, a lot of fun. Did you see when, Jackass forever? Boy? Yeah, yeah, I bootlegged it, like, the first day it came out because I didn't want to go to the theater. You bootlegged I it, asleep. man. I saw that shit in the theater because I'm Yeah, tight, but I'm always worried about falling asleep. That's why I didn't go. Damn. Dark Knight it, situation. I I have watched it on Paramount <laughs> Plus also. Oh, nice, nice. So I watched it twice. But uh, like when when we did <laughs> actually body slammed him, I was like that's yeah. tight. And when he <laughs> kicked him, we made in the face. I've never laughed so hard in my life. Really? Oh, it's so funny. He just kicks this midget in the face. And like, <laughs> just, I don't know, just like, there. oh yeah. The, he 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 yakked the kick to the, the smaller human being. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> but like everything, like, like all the all the gags were funny. Like everything worked well. I um I actually didn't hate the women's four way four way tag. I thought that was actually okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, I thought I thought Lesnar and Reigns was get, was actually picking up, and it was a stiff fight. Like I wanted it to until. Looked like Reigns' arm got ripped off, which you could tell him to stop it because that shouldn't be that. It was his his bicep was as purple as shaped man's face usually is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was pretty horrific to to catch that. Um, you kind of notice obviously after that uh, spear by Reigns to Lesnar's barricade that you know kind of the match flow kind of halted a little, and then that Kimura spot. And then you see all the memes after Mania, and they're like, yeah, it shouldn't look like that. And you're like, holy shit. Um, <laughs> and they had no idea what they were going to do with the title, but I don't think Lesnar's, or uh, not Lesnar, uh, Reigns has wrestled since Mania, correct? I don't even think he's done so, house I mean, shows. Yeah. Oh, so he has been doing house shows? So, yeah. I mean, no, I, I don't think he's done house shows either. Oh, then, what, I mean, yeah, here, they're probably look. just you. caution. Which is I, um, smart. Let me pull up the good old cage match. Matches. He has he, so he's been wrestling. 
in eight he man had, tag. He's had four matches against Drew McIntyre, which were all two <laughs> weeks. At, he's so he wrestled the last two weekends against McIntyre on house shows. Um, and then he and then the Raw after the the Raptor Mania he worked uh it was New Day and McIntyre defeated Bloodline in a fixed man, which maybe he didn't even touch anything. So it's probably a good week or two before he got back in the ring. Okay. Yeah, because everyone was panicking, of course. They're like, oh, the title's going to be relinquished. What do you do now? Do you bring back him? Do you bring back this guy? So, you know, I, I think, you know, Reigns is still doing, I mean, fantastic work uh, for prolonging this, uh, you know, silence. Uh, you know, kind of assassin gimmick, the bloodline. You know, it's it it is what it is, but uh, it's it's not something that's kept me afloat on watching. You know, SmackDown mm-hmm. on a Friday, but I will say, you know, when we get into night one, uh, it's definitely also not uh, <laughs> oh the House of Black Edge or whatever the hell they call themselves. Judgment I heard Day. they mentioned their name. What's the stable name? Judgment Day. Wasn't that a pay-per-view for, like, seven years? Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Why did they just call nope. it Judgment Day? I don't know. Who, who cares? Edge is boring. Who cares about Edge? Um, no, no, the, no. <laughs> That tag team opener was hot, too. Was it? The Arcade Bro, oh, yeah, yeah. Street, Street Profits and Alpha Academy. Hell, yeah, it was. I was like, finally, Great. an opening match on a pay-per-view that's hot for this company. <laughs> like, let's get into it. I, yeah, I know it's the, got uh, um, not the greatest reviews, but I was all in on Lashley almost. I loved it. I was like, this is a fight. And when Lashley came back and won, I was so won, yeah. jacked because I thought there was no way they were going to have him win. I didn't know what they were going to do with that at all until, of course, the uh, the next night, where one of the mm-hmm. saddest days of my life, um, with many factors going into that day, but it was capped off when uh, Lashley was left uh, at the altar by, by MVP. The man, I would <laughs> say, that kind of resurrected Bobby Lashley's career yeah. uh, by being a great mouthpiece for the Hurt Business. Fantastic stable uh, from the, what do you call it, the Thunderdome era, the PC era? Yeah, uh, yeah that's a good way. So, you know, it, it kind of sucks, but I don't, again, I'm not sure what's happened. <laughs> I know ADW has their own giant Gonzalez issue um, at the moment, so maybe that's overshadowing my uh, watchability of almost. Uh, but hopefully MVP can help boost him uh, and make that that claw skull crusher uh, believable as it was on AEW. I just I I loved how it was sloppy, so it felt like a real fight. Like that, and that's a lot, and that's all the Lashley matches that we always say are like, wow, that was a really good match, like a with a Strowman. Um, yep. Lesnar, where it's just a sloppy fight where you're like, they're just going to beat the shit out of each other. Because, oh, yeah, he's a legit MMA dude. When, when well. he speared almost in the back, I popped so hard. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's go. He just speared him in the kidneys. This is and for him to come back from injury? Yeah. What, six Amazing. They were like, he's going to be out for three, four, five months. Six weeks. Got to get yeah. that payday, man. Play him um, I thought McAfee Theory was good. I enjoyed that match very well. Um, McAfee, I don't know anyone that 
dislikes him, to be honest, because he's just a likable douche, bro. I mean, not a douche. He's a, he's a likable bro. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, with certain views, but he doesn't throw that shit down the viewer's throat. Um, and I love his reactions on SmackDown. I love him jumping on the table, as I think many people do. So, I mean, and I've watched his shows, you know, interviewing wrestlers or other athletes or, you know, just talking with his, his team. Uh, it's just cool shit. And then for him to actually be a wrestling mark all his life and input that into his football career is really cool, as I saw from those, you know, clip packages and everything on McAfee, which I didn't even know or recognize during those cult runs. So a uh, very cool match. And I, I was surprised that he beat Austin theory, but I didn't mind him beating Austin theory as well. Um, again, McAfee puts on another seller match after his Adam Cole match. And the, we was in a war games too, wasn't he? Yep. He was in a war games. And, and like, um, I, I watch his, his YouTube sports show that he has every day. Like I don't watch necessarily all of coming it. Coming soon to Amazon. He's going yeah. to be in a, Thursday night uh, commentator. The the only thing that I don't like that McAfee's done was his Vince interview, but we've already talked about that. Like that was just so company yeah. line. I hated it, but it I was, also, but it was still enjoyable. It was still seeing a different side of Vince in a way. Yeah, I just completely Yakuza kicked my uh, speaker. There we go. Holy hell, that was odd. Uh, I didn't mean to do that. It you know as bad as it was, I enjoyed McMahon and McAfee. When he showed that black uh, A shirt, I can't call it the two other names it's known for, but when he pulled out the Mr. McMahon gimmick, um, I was like, what? And we got a match. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> McMahon wanted a football to his uh, his sternum, uh, which then caused him to, to get the pinfall what victory a great over Pat. Vince McMahon is such a badass man, like a male. And he wins by kicking a football into the van. Like, I was like, this rules, man. At this point, I was like, this show is so tight. The I wasn't uh, looking forward to uh, the to the New Day tag match just because I just don't. I'm not into the program, so I was fine when that was a minute and forty three seconds. Hey, no butch, and uh, I rioted by not watching that. Um, and Edge and Styles was fine, but I was like, man, this is. Why does Edge every Edge match have to be so long? <laughs> yeah. God. But I mean, like, I Oh, my God, that show. was how long do you – oh, my God. I don't know if you have the times on there, but – twenty-four twenty-seven. <laughs> it was literally double the main event. I didn't realize the main event was only 12 minutes. I thought that was, like, over 20 minutes. Yeah, it, it was <laughs> over 10 minutes longer than the second longest match on that show. You literally, which was the Knoxville Sami Zayn match, you literally could combine the final three matches. You could throw in that horrific <laughs> play of Sheamus, Ridge Holland, defeating the, the Knicks. You could do the last four, and it would almost equal that same match. I don't know if it's, that's even counting entrances, but holy shit. And we love us some AJ Styles. What went wrong with this match? It's just long it's it's like it's like the it's like the the mighty don't kneel fin juice match it was fine in the vacuum <laughs> which is still going on yeah why does it need to be 27 minutes like 
fuck. Get off the television. We have other things to see. Oh, my God. Like, that just that blew my mind. So who do you think had the pool to say, hey, you know what, Vince, we're going to go double the time of your main event? Oh, I'm sure it's Edge going, well, you know, I need to – I need to make sure that, you know, I, I get all my, my angles and they need to see me pull my hair out and things like that. And, you know, I tell these stories. So, and they're like, oh, yeah, you can go as long as you want. Damn it, you're back. You didn't go to AEW. <laughs> like, oh, thanks. Thanks so much. And then that was how, that's what happened. <laughs> that was it. All right. Well, good night, folks. <laughs> um. Night one, I thought was, I thought was good. I I enjoyed it. I thought you had two four star matches, maybe four and a half on the on the singles, yeah. the non title. But to be honest, I never said I didn't like it. I didn't say I didn't like it as much as the first night. Like okay, uh, Charlotte and Rousey sucked. That was terrible. Yeah, I mean, talk about lack of chemistry. I mean, that was like pretty much my. Uh... My teenage years into my twenties. Hi. And then I got on repsports.com dot com and whoo. Um, you know this, Alex Ryan. It's not going to be good for a while. That's okay. This one, this one stack is going to beat somebody's ass. There's nothing <laughs> you can do about it. Uh, look, I popped stupid hard for Cody when he when he. Like, you knew it was going to happen, but you didn't know it was going to happen. And then when it happened, I was like, fantastic. Let's go. Match was great. You got Every the entrance before. Yeah, when, when we heard when we heard the, that it wasn't, whoa! Boom, boom. I was like, okay, we're, we're safe. Thank God. We heard the heartbeat, and we're like, oh, tight. And then they did it. Everything. Everything when, with more pyro. Just oh, more God, pyro. it was so good. When... when Belair and Lynch slowed down. It got really good. It was really sloppy at first because they were going so fast. But I think when they slowed down and started getting getting on the same page, I thought the last five to ten minutes was fantastic. I thought the first five minutes was a little rough going. I didn't like it, and then they won me over when they started figuring out. So that one, I, I you know, four star for me on there. I thought Austin what? Owens was great. Oh, that was a fantastic segment. I mean, I don't know if it was a match per se, but when Austin took that suplex to the outside, I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, he's dead. And Call every someone. time Austin was kicking Owens down the uh, stage, I was standing in yeah. the living room going, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, just imagine that's what Steve Austin, like, I was having the time of my life. Um, I mean, it was, it was one of the best things ever. And for Kevin Owens to get that main event spot, uh, well-deserved, signing that new contract uh, with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, yeah, the build was very sloppy. Yeah, the tea was spilled on the internet, uh, you know, kind of leading up to it. Is it a will they, won't they, what the hell are they going to do? Did they really just botch this? Didn't really sell too many more tickets, per se. I don't know if they would have called this a match, you know, back in February, if they possibly could have been closer to a sellout. Um, or if that name even has that cachet as it did 20 years ago, uh, which obviously it still does because, you know, 60,000 still went nuts, um, as did all of we watching it at home. 
Um, but no, this was, I mean, nothing short, but your feel good, go home type of thing in Texas, Austin beating that, that crazy Canuck. Um, and yeah, just drinking beers, giving stunners, uh, only one stunner, which I was happy. Yeah. I'm like, here's this nerdy coach announcer guy that's going to come in here and get stunners. You, so I'll say this. I think. But he didn't kick him in the dick this time. <laughs> you, you, you know why it didn't feel like a big deal even if they called a match? What happened the what? last time WrestleMania was in Texas? Uh, did Taker put his hat in the ring? Steve Austin came down to the ring with Mankind and I can't remember the third guy. Oh, the new so, and, and they went and fought the Wyatt family. Oh, that was the Wyatt family one? What? Yeah. That happened? Yeah, it was... Who was it? It was Austin... Austin Foley and somebody. Probably Shawn Michaels, that bastard. Freaking Shawn promise. Michaels. It was Shawn Michaels, Mania 32. Yeah, but you know what I rewatched, though, before this year's Mania? I rewatched the beginning WrestleMania 30 segment in New Orleans um, at the Silverdome, brother. <laughs> uh, with Hogan, pre-racist uh, leak. Um, so he was still kind of loved. Uh, Hogan, Austin, and The Rock. And I was literally like 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years old again, just thinking this is the coolest thing ever. Um, yeah, Hulk Hogan's a douchebag, um, you know, in certain areas, but he's still, you know, the real American Hulk Hogan. He's still mm-hmm. one of the most evilest heels in the world. And to kind of see all that together, I mean, the nostalgic factor, I mean, was a million on that uh, on that love fest scale. So it was it was cool to see. Uh, so for that, I say Austin definitely deserved this spot uh, with Owens, but, and it was a fine fine with that. that. That's where I'm going. Is it's like every 30th Raw anniversary or 100th Raw or whatever those specials is, Austin's always out there giving somebody a stutter. He's been at yeah. multiple manias doing the same thing. So it's like... Well, do you want to give give someone a loose ass press? <laughs> well, I just mean, like, that's why I don't think it was special and sold the tickets. If he hadn't come out for, you know, three manias after retiring since then to do the same shtick or been yeah. on Raw sometimes doing it, like, it, you remember, you know why the Rock thing was special? It's because we didn't see him for years, you know? Austin, was it 20? No, we just saw. Wait, are you talking about when we saw him at twenty nine? Uh, twenty eight or twenty seven. Twenty eight and tw- No, it was two years in a row. It was twenty eight and twenty nine. Yeah, yeah, twenty eight, twenty nine. Because once in a lifetime. Back, again. Like, when he came back and beat Punk, and then he was yeah. champ for three months, showed up on Raw like and worked like a full like a not a full schedule obviously because you don't want to oversaturate it. They're smart about it. But, like, mm-hmm. that felt like a big deal because he hadn't been there for, you know, since Mania 20 or whatever, aside from yeah. the year before just to plant the seeds. But it's like Austin's it's, – it's, and he's, on, he's being advertised every week because of his podcast or radio show or TV show or whatever. It's like it's, it wasn't like he's never around. And I think that was the difference why it didn't uh, feel like – Yeah, but – but him, like, fighting for more than, like, two minutes. But then, and then and him, we didn't you know, know that, though. 
But we yeah. didn't know that. So when the bell rang, then I went, okay, this is different. Yeah. And I went, Why did okay, the bell ring in a no holds barred match, by the way? Well, because you got to at least start the match. <laughs> Touche. I don't know. This, they would not call the DQ in a hell of a cell. <laughs> Again, yeah, touche. <laughs> you are correct. I don't know. Steiner's out here on the floor. He's got the red, white, blue running through his veins. Wait a minute, that's a, it, it is. He was born and raised in the U.S. of A. Oh, my God. It's Hulk Hogan. That's when Hogan came back on, like, the new stage night show in, like, 2000. Oh, geez. The way he came back to that, that shitty 1993 WCW song? Yep, because that was when that he came gross. back. That is disgusting. That's when he was there to fight the new blood. And then he worked. And then, <laughs> which which leads to a story we had told a couple people on radio, me and, or on radio, on Xbox, me and Jordan, that a man once called in on the radio and asked about, so I don't remember how we got talking about hardcore matches, and he was like, Billy Kidman was in a hardcore match. And we're like, okay, thank you, and then hung up on the guy. Wow. Do you remember that dude? He was talking to us about some kind of, why Why shouldn't they do a table match or something? And he was like, Billy Kidman did a table match. <laughs> do you remember that? Oh, I don't. But I, I want to reconvene with this guy and see what's up and his love of Billy Kidman as a producer. I, I just remember you were like, oh, and I was like, F U N B because of what Hogan would yell. And then I hung up yeah. on him. Oh my god, that's funny. It was in like the remember. same time frame where that one guy called and was and he caught a promo as like the Undertaker and we were like, What? And he's like, Oh that think- I remember. You guys think the Undertaker should be champion again? And we're like, no. <laughs> and then we, then that was also in the same summer as that guy that was like, well, I really like that Bailey and her behind. <laughs> that guy was a horny from like Alex, Alexander, uh, or Alabama. <laughs> do you remember that dude? I, I think I do. He's like, I, I like I the women's wrestling. They're doing really good. And I really like that baby. And that Bailey, she got a booty on her. <laughs> but they're all really good. What a weird pervert. Yeah, that was like, that was that summer we got some weird ass phone calls. <laughs> and then you were like, stop taking calls. And we're like, okay. Yeah, I was good at that. Ooh, that guy's like, Billy Kidman was in a hardcore match. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking Wait, about? Wait, was it Braun Strowman or Ryback? <laughs> Oh my God! I said, I you know I wonder. I I bet you, I really want to see if he remembers now. I I don't think he's gonna answer, but we're gonna we're gonna make an impromptu phone call since this this is just a hodgepodge ass show going anyway. I want to see if he yeah. if he answers and if he does, he might remember the story better. So I'll while we if, while we call him, um, I will say Belair and Becky Lynch was definitely the match of the weekend. I, I got to put, put Cody over. Hello? Jordan, What? why did that guy call again and go, Billy Kidman was in a hardcore match? I, I don't recall why, but all I know is, 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 is Hulk Hogan. Oh, I think it's because Hulk Hogan put, put him over somehow like in the hardcore match. Hulk Hogan went to a table. 
Because <laughs> I was telling you, Alex, about it. he didn't remember it. I was like, I'm going to call Jordan because we were just talking about this. Yeah, that was that was wild. That was yeah. You 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 did <laughs> Hogan and Hogan Hogan was putting people over in hardcore matches, man. <laughs> we 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 decided that was probably the day that I said we're never taking phone calls again. Oh man, that that might have been it. It was either that or the guy <laughs> that wanted to talk about the Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, we we talked about him how he cut a promo as the Undertaker too, which I forgot about. I think I think it was like I think that might have been the same one as uh, who's the uh, who's the guy you had on that did the uh, who's the fanny pack gimmick? Fanny pack gimmick. The 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 wrestler uh, Canadian guy I think. Oh, Danny Duggan. Yeah, I, I think that might have been the same episode as when you had Danny Duggan on. <laughs> we're we're gonna have to check the tapes. Wait, was that the guy that came, that busted through that wall in that promo, Ryan? <laughs> the Shockmaster? No, the one guy, and he was all, it was like a promo video for this wrestler we interviewed, and he was like busting through a wall. And he's like, <laughs> yes, yes, oh. like, no, that was like the weird monster, the fake, the fake Ultimate Warrior guy? Yeah, yeah Primal Fear or whatever. Dude. Primal Warpath. I mean, he was doing cool stuff for like helping the people, but. Because he had that video where when he would bust through the walls and it was like, and they're fighting yeah, think, think about it. He was PCO before PCO. Aw, oh, <laughs> shut up, PCO. And then, and then I, mentioned, <laughs> I mentioned Alex about the guy that was like, man, that Bailey and her booty. <laughs> man, you you got to open up the lines again for regular callers. you you got to let them know. Like, hey, we're opening up the I'm lines just, tonight. I think we should. Oh, man. I agree. All right. Thank maybe, you, Jordan. Maybe. For sure. For sure. And just for, just for the record, can you can you just hit me with a little, uh, like, can, can you, just give me some some sort of good sound effect off the bar just to make me feel good. I don't know, I don't know what you have, but give me something. Um. <laughs> I don't know if that was the one, but that, 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 that made me laugh. <laughs> I, I, he said, fuck that. Cut that bitch off. There you go. Oh, I hung up on Alex. I hung up on Alex. <laughs> <laughs> you failed. You failed. What? Swerve. It's a swerve. It's a work. I'm Jordan. I'm your new co-host on WrestleCast Radio. You can find me here on Tuesday night. Tuesday night, we're over here. We're taking over. Man, he got posted. He just turned on. He turned on Bellow. <laughs> that son of a bitch. That son of a bitch. <laughs> Who's here to help? Who's here to help? Yeah, he's on like, he like Hogan leg drop the other guy. Oh, oh man, Heenan was Heenan was already in on it, man. Terrible. <laughs> you like, think he was? Oh, he oh when he said, it, "Who's he, who's he here to help? Who's he like?" He already <laughs> put the doubt in the mind, man. Oh. Also, I got I got offended uh, just for a record a couple of weeks back when Paul Heyman said he's the best manager ever. I still uh, I still took a little exception just because of uh, Bobby Ring Heenan for the record. Yeah, I appreciate Eden family. Oh yeah, a worthy a worthy conversation. Also, speaking of worthy conversation, I was watching a uh, the the like wrestling rumble or whatever, like the the Wrestlepalooza Rumble rap, and uh, Scott Hall from like nineteen. 19- yeah, with Scott Hall, but also, also uh, for a guy who hates rap, 
Uh, Kurt Henning dropping some bars on that joint too. Okay, I'm just gonna throw yeah, that out the there. Pool. That was the That's wrestle right. rap for uh, that. That was for the the, the super clash at the Metrodome. Yeah. So well, I, I, well, I, there was I a big that. show at the Metrodome. Yeah, that was the AWA uh, did a, a big show with like Mid South and something else, and it was Jerry Lawler and Kerry Von Erich in the main event. For like the NWA and AWA title, I think it was. I could be wrong. Um, or like the world class of the AWA or the NWA doesn't matter, but it was like title for title. And um, Jerry Lawler's blade in his wrist tape was sticking out and cut Gary oh. Von Erich's bicep in the opening two minutes. Oh. And they had to cut the whole match like short and everything because they couldn't get the arm to stop bleeding. So like they had to get wow. him to the hospital. So like the and big payoff died? at the Metrodome never happened, or like was like a shitty ass match. Were you there? Oh, man. the Bisco was, was on the card shit. too, and he he did the, he did the rap too, man. The Bisco killed it. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> My name is Larry like, a D. Couple and I'm here to really, say. A couple of guys were really in on it too. They were they were they were they were emphasizing, man. But uh, Marty Zanetti and uh, and and Michaels were uh, were terrible at the beginning there. I'm trying to one, see. one of those guys guaranteed to send some frails right through you. <laughs> send some frails right through you. Maybe it was a super clash. It was in Chicago. I lied. It was at the UIC Pavilion. Oh, uh, the, the Rumble Wrap was, uh, was for the Minnesota event, for sure. Was it? Yeah. Because it was at the, the Hubert H. Humphrey Metronome. Brother. Yes, so the Super Clash 3 was in Chicago. Huh. Uh, that was Super Clash 3. So that's from 1853, and Lawler won the title via referee decision because they ended up stopping it. So. Well, that's got to make yeah, Cody Rhodes even more angry if, if, if a title changed hands on a ref decision. <laughs> yeah, this was – this might have actually been the show. Yeah, because Slaughter and Colonel Beers had the boot camp match. <laughs> I'm just surprised that they went with Lawler and Kerry Von Erich. And what year was this? Uh, it was 1988. Lawler was the WA champion, and um, Von Erich was the world class. It was world class. That's what it was. Okay. Wow. That's. I mean, yeah. that makes sense. But wow, he was AWA champ. That's an interesting. There was a street fight Battle Royal here. on there in 1988. So what's that? It, can any of you name me the participants of the street fight lingerie Battle Royal? Oh, man. Oh. How ahead oh, of the curve was, was that? <laughs> like, was I, I mean, young, young Vince was like, ah! Holy shit! So... The terrorist defeated Bambi, Brandy May, Lori Lynn, Luna Vachon, Malibu, oh. Nina, Peggy Lee Leather, and Pocahontas. Oh man! Wow! I hope Pocahontas. So I hope for the. I really hope for the sake of uh, you know appropriation that uh, Pocahontas was not a white chick. Uh, all, I, all that's on her cage match is she was from Wyoming, and her finishing move was the Indian Deathlock. 
<laughs> and that yeah. was the that's literally the only match she had in her career. Man. Una must have really messed her up then. <laughs> Craig Cassidy defeated the team John. title against Ron Garvin. Iceman King Parson defeated Brickhouse Brown. Jimmy oh, Valiant, man. Boogie Boogie Valiant defeated Wayne Bloom of the 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 most nasty finishing move in known to mankind, the Shaker Heights Spike in twenty four seconds. Huh. And Eric Embry won the world class lightweight title in four thirteen from Double James. Jeez. How, uh, what was the longest match on the card? Um, I think it was the main event was eighteen minutes. Oh, but it was man. a lot of stalling because of, because they couldn't get the blood to stop. Oh man. Terrible. <laughs> Wahoo McDaniel with Manny Fernandez in an Indian strap match. Whoa, oh, that's tight. That's tight. Some good shit on there. All I'm right. going to find that and watch it one day. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, appreciate the too. call. Hell yeah. I, <laughs> I had to buzz you after, after we started talking about the, the Billy Kidman thing. Billy Kidman. <laughs> yeah, I <tell>. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Have a good night, sir. Make, make sure I hang up on the right person this time. <laughs> I was like, damn, shit. show's over. He'll All turn. right. He'll turn. <laughs> it was me. I, I still remember. I still remember in gym class. I think it was like sixth grade. Uh, we were playing floor hockey, and not gonna lie, I was doing really well. And then, um, was it first? No, it was sixth grade. And uh, and so we're playing right, and then all of a sudden, like I, I look at this kid, I was like, hey. He's like, what? And this is like the week after the whole Ministry of Darkness, you know, Vince, you know, was showing that he was the leader all along. And I was like, hey, when you get the puck, I'm going to run up to my goal and I'm going to shoot and I'm going to score. And then I'm going to turn on my team and we're, and you're going to win. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, just trust me. And then so I did the whole heel turn. I was like, ha, ah. I was like, it was me. And no one knew what the hell I was doing or what I was talking about. And they just thought I was a huge asshole. So ever since then, <laughs> I've been a huge asshole. <laughs> That's oh, my origin no. story, folks. <laughs> Wrestling. Oh. oh, my God. Wow, they got Roxy already in the main event at NXT 2.0. That was quick. What's her name now? Like Raquel uh, Gonzalez? Roxanne Perez. <laughs> I mean, I was close. <laughs> and uh, now uh, Casey Cantanzaro there to change her name, and she's now Katana Chance. What? What? What's her last name? Chance. Wow. And then because Raul, they don't want Raul Mendoza to use his name, he's now Cruz Del Toro. <laughs> <laughs> Can't make that up. Wow, I don't think we can do uh, anything else. Just by you saying that name, that was that was perfect. <laughs> you can't make that shit up. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you can't make. I wonder if I can find. But you just said it was so enjoyable. It's so crazy to me. Parts of it, not all of it. Parts of it. I don't like it anymore. I can't watch it anymore. It's bad now. Did you know they were talking about tra- changing Dakota Kai's name only to realize that they 
did change her name from Evie to Dakota Kai, so they realized they didn't have to do it. Uh, they were going to change. Oh, so they only get one name change, and that's it. I thought Austin <laughs> Theories had three. They were going to rename her uh, Clarice Rivers. Oh, gross. <laughs> that is disgusting. Yeah, I feel I, shame. Uh, I, I can tell you I do, too. That's a horrifically awful name. I still remember no one was in her autograph line at that show I went to in Florida. Uh, Ricochet's first appearance, filming that shit. Um, But, uh, yeah, I just remember no one was in her line because she was hurt. And I was like, man, she's been hurt a lot. And I was like, man, that's sad. And then, like, we had eye contact for, like, two seconds. I was like, nope. And then I just walked the other way. (laughs) I'm going... That way. <laughs> and then she became a really cool heel. And I'm like, oh, man. If she found herself. Um, yeah. Yeah, Mania. So, what were yeah. some of your favorite matches, though, from the uh, – what did you say? I believe you said you were at 21 shows during WrestleMania weekend. Oh, the, okay. So let, I'll, I'll pull up my list here, and then I'll, I, I made that list you asked for. So let me pull this up here. Um, go under my documents. So let's see. I yeah. Watched, um, let's start here. So I watched. Uh, hmm. I finished the New Japan Cup. Uh, Game Changer Wrestling. Josh Burnett at Bloodsport. I watched AAA Invades WrestleCon. GCW Planet Death. ROH Supercard of Honor. Janela Spring Break Night One and Two. Uh, New Japan Strongholds. So shootout. Impact Wrestling. Multiverse of matches. WrestleCon USA versus the World, NXT Stand Up and Stand and Deliver, um, the Mark Hitchcock Memorial Show, uh, Game Changer Wrestling presents JCW LA Fights, Zicky Dice Trouble in Paradise 2, Game Changer Wrestling for the Culture 2022. Ooh. And then obviously I watched both Manias and uh, some of the Carnival, or as the, the last All oh. Fans. So, yeah, I watched like 21 shows. <laughs> I, I I was watching two shows at a time a couple of the days. I would have a dual screen to go and watch some two things. But yeah, I watched. I mean, I probably watched a good fifty, sixty hours of wrestling that Thursday to that Sunday. Jesus, watch out, was, ladies. That's why I took all the work to do. So, um, so Mania Weekend top ten. Let me let me get this booted up. Uh, so my I'm number excited. ten was from Spring Break Night One, John Moxley versus AJ Gray for the Game Changer title. Now I know a lot of people haven't given it as high of a rating as I did, but I just I really like AJ Gray. I think he works really hard, yes. and that's why I always give him a little bit of a higher boost. I mean, the man thought he could jump off a ladder from the outside <laughs> of the ring, totally this jumping off, hits the turnbuckle. Breaks his leg and then finishes the match. I forget if he wins or not. Maybe yeah, he, he does. Won, that's why he the and then yeah, and then he did that spot <laughs> before he won that match while almost murdering himself. So yes, we like AJ Gray on this show. And I love watching all the like goofy looking white dudes singing Waka Flocka when he comes out. <laughs> this is funny. Oh, you were one of those white dudes, man, when we used to play Waka Flocka in the car. Yeah, but at least I got a little bit of rhythm. Some of these fucking guys. 
Do you oh, think man. at the if you if you would have went to the draft with Sportscast Radio, which by the way, check out on all streaming pl- uh, podcast platforms: Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, also BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash Strong Style Media, and of course on the podcast formats, always search Strong Style Media for Sportscast Radio, and of course WrestleCast Radio. Yeah, um, Eight PM live draft show. We got live draft I think, show. I think nine or ten writers. No, twelve. Nice. I think 12, 12 or thirteen now. They're going to yeah. join us. So they're going to all pick. Are you going to do a reaction show on Thursday? Uh, I don't know. We're we're trying to figure out what we want to do. We we've done three or four shows in the last like ten days. Yeah, um, it's really awesome. Getting a lot of that draft coverage in, having some fun. So we'll see. Um, we were thinking about doing a show during the draft, but I kind of just want to watch it. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking that. That makes sense. <coughs> what do you think of the T-Wolves collapse uh, to go down 3-2? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. I didn't. I walked in my door and came right on here, so I haven't looked at anything Jesus. What do you think of – what do you think of the Wild? Uh, are they legit? I mean, depending on who they get, Nashville or is it St. Louis? As about yeah, they're gonna get St. Louis. Ra- St. Louis will beat us. Who would you rather face in the first round? Nashville, because we can't beat St. Louis. But you can't beat Nashville. I mean, you just beat Nashville, but you couldn't beat them prior. No, but I don't think Nashville's as good as they used to be. Ooh, interesting. I don't know. I went to two wild games this year, and it was awesome. Yeah, they look really good. It, look, okay, it's so, such a great so young core, huh? Why, so, so the Wolves lost by two. John Morant game winner. I, I can't be mad at that. And then we no, lost that no. one that we blew it. So theoretically, we could have swept Memphis, even yeah. if we don't win. The fact that the Wolves made the playoffs, won at least two games, and theoretically could have swept this team or, or they won. Could have won. Games. I mean, that's the thing is they're a better team. But I mean, Memphis is really great. Like. John Morant's a treasure. Like, I haven't bought in a jersey or worn a sports jersey, Ryan, in maybe five years, six years. Um, I used to be the king of them, the Illinois king to your St. Paul-ness when you were young. Well, you know, we were the same age and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But I've been looking over the last three months on getting a John Morant jersey. Like, no (laughs) joke. Not even a Bulls jersey, the DeRozan. I mean, I thought about a DeRozan, but I've been thinking about a John Morant jersey for, like, the longest. I was like, I think I'm just going to buy one because he's so fucking talented, part of my French. But it's just a pleasure to watch him, but it's just great to watch Anthony Edwards. My God, uh, that is a delight. I cannot wait to see his growth or how he can get even better, and that's a scary, scary thing. He's like a more powerful Jimmy Butler. Um, yeah, and if he gets great. that mentality, it could be a really good tandem with Cat and Wiggins and everyone on that squad. So it's it's been fun to watch Minnesota the last, you know, couple of weeks and especially into the playoffs. And that's why I look at, like, in a positive light, um, I think we're coming back stronger next year. That's yeah. Although, God, the wild loss to the – the wild loss to the Arizona Coyotes tonight at home. Ooh. Yeah. Arizona was the worst team in the league until they won tonight. Now they're the second worst. Oh, no. We let up four goals, and I get the fuck out of here. Um, my number nine match of the weekend. Now I'm out irritated. Uh, Jonathan Gresham, Bandito, <laughs> I with four stars from Supercard of Honor. 
Um, yeah, very good main event, or very good match, um, I would say. That was a really good card as well. Super card. Um, Tony Khan's first foray. Uh, from the Impact Multiverse, uh, Chris Saban, Jay White, went four stars. I, I had a lot of fun watching watching that match. Um, it's like Chris Saban is still so good with mm-hmm. everything he does, and Jay White is so hit or miss where you're going to either get like this amazing match or you're just going to be bored match because he's like the king of the like TV matches. Like you need somebody to put on a good TV main event. That's your boy right there. <laughs> A lot of wrestled. Uh, Suzuki worked St. Louis and Detroit this weekend, too, by the way. Really? Yeah, he worked two cold Scorpio. Like, yeah, Warrior? Uh, he wrestled, not, he wrestled but... QT Marshall at Dark Elevation. Oh, <clears throat> well, he worked Kevin Blackwood at West Coast Pro. He uh, he worked two cold at the Game Changer Show, and then he worked Jake something at uh, Glory Pro. That's pretty tight. Nice. Um, so... <laughs> Which leads me to the, the next thing. Uh, my next match on the show, number seven, Mineral Suzuki and Biff Busick from the oh. uh, Mark Hitchcock Memorial. I went four stars on that as well. Uh, number six uh, from the another Ring of Honor show, or Ring of Honor uh, Supercard show, uh, Swerve Strickland and Alex Zane. I went four stars on that as well. The DML driver by Strickland. thought that was great. Nice. Um, from... What show? This was from, I think, the New Japan. I think this was from the Lone Star Special. Let me just make sure. Uh, that Why, you even What's that? You even watch the Lone Star uh, Special? Yeah, the uh, New Japan one? Yep. Yeah. Watched all that, yep. Uh, it, oh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was that because it was the U.S. of J. Open Challenge. Uh, Jay White defeats Mike Bailey. Uh, four stars Ooh. on that one. Mike Bailey was my MVP of the weekend too, by the way. That dude, he was everywhere. Yeah, he he worked Yuyamura, he worked Bandito, he worked Effie, he worked Jay White, he worked Alex Shelley, he worked Jordan Oliver, he worked Jesus. Cole Radrick, he worked Davy Richards, um, and then he tagged with Davy against the work Horseman at the Black Label Pro Show. Oh. I watched Black Label Pro Norm, uh, the After Mania. I forgot about that. It was uh, J.D. Drake and Anthony Henry Russell, Davey Richards, and Mike Bailey. Wow. Uh, I forgot that I watched that show. Um, that, it, what, was the, uh, best, what was the best speedball match then uh, of the weekend? Or your um, top three? Your top three. Well, well we're, we're still going to get to that because I got another one on the list here. So we'll, we'll get to that Over. in a second. The um the the Black Label promo was was interesting because the the opening match was Kelvin Tateman against the Barbarian. <laughs> what? That's <tight. laughs> um Effie wrestled Charlie Haas and Charlie Haas looked like he didn't know what was happening. Uh, Big Demo worked Warhorse and beat him up. Uh, and then uh, Anthony Green, Alex Day, Black Taurus, and Blake Christian had a four way that was really good. Then uh, Carlos Romo, Kevin Blackwood, and Titus Alexander beat. Uh, Violence is Forever, uh, Garini and Kevin Koo and Tom Lawler. And then Garini and Koo turned on Lawler um, and left Team Filthy. And then I turned off the next match because it was Cody Lane, Dan the Dad, Devin Monroe, Jody Threat, Puff, and Shane Saber. And I can't watch Dan the Dad. So I was done. Um, and then the main event I heard was good. Levi Everett, 
uh, the Texas Deathmatch defeated uh, Big Beast, but I didn't watch it. But so that's another show I didn't write down that I watched. So I, there was actually some shows okay. that I think about now that I didn't even I didn't grade. I just watched to just intake more wrestling, and I forgot about that. So I watched more than I told you. Um, my number four match, uh, I had John or was uh, from Bloodsport. John Moxley, Biff Busick, on four and a quarter. Uh, Moxley one with a with a running knee to the face. Uh, and then from the Mark Hitchcock. Uh, Bandito, Mike Bailey. I had a uh, four and a quarter on that one. That was really good. Uh, those are probably my two, or those are my two favorite Bailey matches. And then probably him and Davey would be number three. Okay. Bailey, okay. Easily my MVP of the weekend. In a surprising note that I'm probably the highest of everybody, my number two match was from Game Changer Wrestling Planet Death, which I watched with Jordan. Uh, Cole Raderick defeats Akira. Be a sit-up wow. driver on tubes. I don't think Radrick's ever been in a hardcore match. And when Akira bladed him, you could tell he was like, oh, God. And then Akira was taking care of him. And, and like, Radrick finally, by the end of it, was taking the light tubes and slicing his chest and then charging at him and, like, was all into it. And I, I was so emotionally invested in this match. I, I made sure to watch everything Cole Radrick did all weekend after that. Interesting. And okay. He, he he was out in trunks and boots and not not as like pink singlet <laughs> to hide everything. Like he looked he looked like he was taken seriously. Um, it was good to see him on the game changer shows. But yeah, Cole Radrick, man, him and Akira, I went four and a half. I loved it. Hmm. Would have been my match of Mania weekend. Like literally would have had uh, the first match not happen, but uh, I went the full five. Uh, FTR be a big rig defeat the Briscoes. This was loved it. Tremendous. I mean, this was. I know everybody clamoring over how great the Young Bucks FTR match was, and it was. I'm not denying that. But this Briscoes FTR match to me was just something different. I loved every minute of it. Top ten of the year so far, I would say. Yeah. Definitely yeah. on my list. But honestly, that Bucks match uh, for the time that they were given told a complete story. I thought uh, revved it up what it needed to be, slowed it obviously down what it needed to be. Uh, it was a brawl. It had that big match feel. Happy it went to Maine. Wish it was a little longer. But hey, when number three happens, you know who knows when that'll be. But uh, that'll be a, a lot of fun to see. So, um, but yeah, them and the Briscoes. It lived up to the hype. Again, a little bummed it wasn't the main event, but when I look back at it, it was at the perfect spot. You know, people were feeding for it. They gave it to them, and they gave them time, and that was the important thing. Well, then we then you had the cool spot with the Bucks after it, which I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man. This, uh, and, and I think the one thing, too, that I did like a lot about the, um, the, the, the match with uh, uh, the Young Bucks FTR one was the fact – I truly thought the Young Bucks are winning. I truly thought really? they were going to win because I thought they because they're headlining they're headlining that show this weekend. Oh, the Triple A show. Yeah, so I thought they would have went, went as champions to defend the titles. Hmm. By nope. the way, this Triple A show. This card, I, I I know I mentioned it a couple weeks ago, but this card is so I cannot wait for the show. 
Raiders, Ejo del Santiago del Monte. Sydney's going to be posted up on Roblox, and I'm watching the show. Like, Whoa. Like he's he's going to get his wish. I'm going to let him play Roblox the whole, as long as he wants while I watch this. Like, I'm going to be like, it's, guess what, son? Here you go, man. Um, well, just have his uncle look after him. He's like right there. <laughs> oh, he's out, he'll be out of town again. He's leaving tomorrow. Comes back like Sunday or Monday. Hmm. Um, but but uh, um, like this card, it's got those four Ruleta de la Muerte tournament matches, which is like mm-hmm. a, a stipulation: the loser advances to the tournament, which I love. Ultimo Dragon Pentagon Junior, L.A. Park Milano, Rayo Di Gillespie Junior, and Blue Demon Junior, and Kotic and Psycho Cloud. Then you got Hilo Ray Phoenix against the Young Bucks, which is going to rock. Um, then we have the new Reina de Reyes champion, Ty Valkyrie, tagging with Bandito and Payano against Cibernetico, Andrade El Idolo, and Diana Perazzo. That'll be tight. And then we get uh, La Facione, Gobernoble, Dragon Lee, and Justilico. Against Taurus and Johnny Superstar. So that'll be an awesome team. Johnny Morris and Mundo, whatever. Um, taking on Laredo Kid, and it was supposed to be Del Rio, but I guess now it's going to be an American Indian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then Maravilla and Latigo versus Sexy Star 2 and Octagon Jr. versus Tate Conte and Sammy Guevara. That could be interesting. Yeah. Lo- Loverjack yeah. match for the Copa Triplomania uh, 30 competitors. Or Lumberjack match to be on the, the show, I think. And then there'll be another Marvel uh, Lucha Libre exhibition match. God, you're going to love that. Who's going who's in it this year? The Blob? <laughs> Maybe. You're going to be a guy eating a bunch of tacos and and pan. I'm Mexican, guys. I can say this, but no. I'm like, El muy guapo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Canadian, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Mexican. I can't even say that as cool as Ryan just muy, did. Muy guapo. Uh, come oh, on, nothing moves it. the guapo. <laughs> <laughs> Channeling his nothing moves the blob from the arcade game. Nothing moves the blob. Very nice. Nothing but uh uh breaking news during Tuesday night's episode of NXT 2.0 a new vignette aired for Kaylee Ray uh it was announced in her vignette that that she must resurrect her past and she's now known as Elba Fire and you know they spelled fire with a Y wait what that is that really her past name I no, but they don't want her to be Kaylee Ray anymore because they don't own the rights to it. Yeah, but she's really good at that. <laughs> In recent weeks, you can check out check out just a few of these. It says <clears throat> so. We have Casey Catanzaro is now known as Katana Chance. Raúl Mendoza is now known as Cruz del Torrio. Walter is now Gunther. Pete Dunn is now Butch. Marcel Bartel is now Ludwig Kaiser. Austin Theory is now known as Theory. Tommaso Ciampa is now Ciampa. And Raquel Gonzalez is now known as Rodriguez. 
Wait, Jess Rodriguez? No Raquel? Yes. That's awesome. Other than oh, Kinder Mahal's gig on the ABC drama, Big Sky has come to an end, hence why he's been on TV. Whoa. Mahal played a cartel enforcer named Dhruv on the show, and the character was killed off during an episode that aired April 7th. Oh, man. R.I.P. his character, as well as his relevance. <laughs> in a segment that involved Dhruv, in parentheses, being involved in a confrontation with protagonist Jenny Hoyt, played by Catherine Winnick, in a drug lab. The two fought in parentheses, Drew died of an overdose when the powerful drug fentanyl was thrown in his face. Wait, they really <laughs> threw fentanyl in Jinder Mahal's face? That's what hindered the gender? Was yeah. fentanyl? Wow. We got to get that off these streets, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> now we can't beat Ricochet. I love that when, when he's like, step up and fight me again. And he's the guy that took care of you. I need a bigger one. And then who's the guy that is it? Who's the guy with Jinder Mahal? Who's his like manager? Like Rajit Singh? <laughs> Was it that? I don't know when he go on when he go on cage and says Jinder, give it Jinder Mahal birthplace Canada. <laughs> yeah, I was in South Dakota at a Sioux Falls show, and there was like a family, and there was like kids with Jinder Mahal signs, and I was like, and then with the Canadian symbol, I was like, oh yeah, we're near Canada. Oh, but shaky. it was so wild to me. That's his name. That shaky guy, the big tall guy. He uh he steps in front of him, and he's he's like. I'll fight you, Ricochet! Ha-ha! And, like, you hear all the people in the building start, like, <laughs> laughing in the background. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good old Shanky. No idea. That's all I got to say about that. That we sh- I should download that so every time we change segments, kind of like the Seinfeld Bernier-Bernier-Ohm, when, they, like, a new oh. thing happens. We should have said, yeah. I mean, that's all I got to say that's about that. First song. That's funny. But you know what else that we have a lot to say about, Ryan, is big news happened on last week's uh, AEW Dynamite. Uh, Tony Khan uh, previewed a special announcement. Uh, it was kind of on the, the down low, if you will, um, about the news of a joint show between All Elite Wrestling and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, news leaked a little early. Um, you know, maybe people knew, maybe some people didn't. Uh, but it was very cool. And when and it I happened, it was one of the most baller moments, <laughs> I would say, that has happened because it will be June 26th in Chicago, Illinois, at the United Center. Uh, forbidden Door, the event, Ryan. There's so many possibilities. The curiosity of who's going to be involved. How are they going to be involved? Is ROH going to be involved? And we got to figure out how we're going to get tickets. But this event is going to be one for the books. What, if, uh, what I hope happens is we get an invasion and during the the pre the dark match, we get Chi Koshikawa and Sayaka Obihiro taking on Tokiko Kiyahara and Baliyanaki 
in a Gato Moves Chuckle Pro match. <laughs> oh, they God. just kept to a loss in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> look, this is something like, that I, I brought to your attention, and I said, look, man, we can't talk about this on the radio yet, but just be ready for this, because I'm 90% sure that this person's right. Yeah. And They just had the day wrong. Yeah, yeah, because that's what I said, too, to you. It was like, I don't know why they're saying the 23rd, because that's a Thursday. It would make more sense yeah. if it was a Friday, Saturday, or a Sunday. Yeah. Um, so well, that was definitely wrong. Um, I'm excited, man. This is this is going to go- be good. I guess since... Like, would you be mad if this was, like, a six-hour show? I wouldn't be mad. No, no. I, I will say... Now I, I want I want people to know, and, and I'm not saying like I know like oh I know what I'm talking about type shit, but I don't yeah, but think people do. people people should get, get their hopes up that it's going to be all these New Japan versus AEW matches. I think this is going to be treated more along the lines of the ROH New Japan show. showcases. Yeah, like with people, there's people already complaining like, well, New Japan's there, won't be any women on the show. How do we know Thunder Rosa isn't going to defend the title in the rematch against Britt Baker? Just saying. Well, not saying that's going to happen, but also not saying it's going to not happen. You know what I mean? So like, I need people <laughs> to realize that. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't be shocked if we were to see Desperado defend the junior heavyweight championship against the returning Kushida. Ooh. Um, I think that's something people maybe should should look at. Um, I know people are probably expecting or hoping for, you know, a cool big singles match or something, but I want to make sure people aren't mad if we happen to see a 10-man tag between the Undisputed Elite and Bullet Club, because I'm pretty sure that's how they're going to go. And I I don't know if... I, I think it would be cool to see Cole and Jay White, but I'm willing to bet it's Red Dragon, Bucks, and Cole against Jay White, the Good Brothers, Chris Bay, and maybe someone, and then someone else. I don't know who the fifth would be, but don't be shocked. That's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I have also. But the heard, big need is like, what are your big three matches? Who do you have Danielson wrestle? Do you have CM Punk wrestle Kenta, or the inevitable <laughs> champion versus champion after Punk defeats Hangman Adam Page at Double or Nothing? Uh, then does he get the Rainmaker? Is it champion versus champion? No unification bullshit. Just a good mano a mano. As Okada request uh, requested a match with CM Punk and Brian Danielson, uh, you know, a month or so back in an interview. So uh, definitely something that we've always kind of wanted. Didn't know we were going to see. Uh, now we could eventually see it. Or do we want to finally see this grudge match, Ryan? Come head to head with Kenta, with gimmick infringements on the line. So you, you want me to, like, widespread, like, jump around and book this how I think this is going to go? Yes. So, and is Ibushi going to be back in time? I would think so, because I, I think this is when Kenny's going to come back, too. I just don't know so we're what gonna they're going to do. Lovers match? I think it would be awesome if they worked each other, yes. I think that would be tremendous. I think you could do it, too. Um, oh man, 
so, or you don't, you could do something like. Can he show up in Japan when Abushi comes out and then he challenges him then? I don't think so because I think if they're going to wait to return him, it's going to be this. I think there's, you could get something, if you wanted to do an intertwining thing, you could do like a random combination of Golden Lovers versus Andrade and Naito. I think you could see that. Because that would make sense. But So if you're going to do... I, I also think, you know, there's a shot you could do an MJF versus a Naito. <laughs> the promos would be interesting because mm-hmm. Naito was just pointing up and hitting the chest, hitting, you know, spreading the eye. Uh, tranquilo, baby, and that would get under MJF's skin. That would be interesting. I, uh, I don't think it would happen. But I would love to see Shingo. What do you do with Hiromu? Do you do a tag match with him, I would Shingo? Love to see Shingo and Hiromu against Golden Lovers. Oh wow! I that, but but let me. I, mean, let me, I didn't know I wanted that, but I do. Yeah, I know, right? That's what I'm saying. So before before I get too off track, let me let me let me read it back in. So I think I think we we tentatively say they're doing Punk Okada. Now, there's a couple ways you go with this. Okada's got to go through Naito, and then whoever or whatever is at Dominion. I, I'm i I'm betting Dominion is Okada versus Ibushi. I think Ibushi comes Ooh. out after he beats Naito, since he was supposed to win the New Japan Cup and be in the Naito spot. So, spoiler alert, why um, Zack Sabre had that run, or Zack Sabre won the New Japan Cup. Uh, As he should have. Yeah, so I think now they just moved. A great into- match with Okada. Really fun yeah. match. Had me going a few times where I thought uh, ZSJ might have gotten the strap. Uh, Okada just oh, left with a, a wonderful when match. He, when he had every limb and he was trying to use his tongue to get a rope break. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, but, um, so, okay, so he... I, I, I believe he would get through Naito, and I believe he would get through Ibushi, so he would come in as champion. I tentatively think it will be Hangman and Punk. The question is, do they see any reason that they have to take the title off of Hangman? As of now, no. I don't see a reason why no. he needs to lose. He's doing good business, and Punk doesn't need the title. So, if, if that's the case, and they go Okada Punk, you can have Okada beat Punk, and it doesn't hurt him one bit. Yeah. If if somehow Okada loses the title and Punk beats Page, same thing. Punk's beating Okada. It's not going to hurt him. I think if they both happen to go into the match as champions, I think one of two things happen. If they're both champions, it goes Broadway. Nobody wins which, fine, give me 60 minutes, I'm not complaining. Yeah. Or or they veto it, and we get Punk, Kenta, and we get Okada and, say, Danielson. Ooh. No Kenny. Or, Kenny's out the conversation, huh? I, I, I don't think... The more... Like, I still thought Kenny and Okada was the way you go, but the more and more I think about it, I don't think they're going to do it. I think that's going to be something they want to save for, like, a, like a all-in or, you know... Uh, 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 I think you're right. I think you're right with the Golden Lovers aspect, uh, whether it's a singles match or a tag match, high-profile tag match. 
um, I think is the way to go because, I mean, who doesn't want to see that reunion? It's been three freaking years. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. in the wild, you know. So it, it's, it'll be good for the emotional or factor you, on either you level. Okada, uh, Okada MJF, you could do. And then just have Okada win. What? Like, that, I mean, that, maybe. What do you do with Tanahashi? What do you do with the ace? I think Moxley's going to wrestle whoever wins between. Oh, yeah, that's right. Good call. He's been calling him out. He's been calling out Tanahashi. Otherwise, if he wrestles Osprey, then you can have Osprey get his win back. Wait, wouldn't we want to see United Kingdom take on the Undisputed Elite? Yeah, but it's kind of already Bullet Club versus Bullet Club. But you could save that for all in. They're all out. Are they going to call it all in again since they own ROH? <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's part of this. this Get the F stuff. out. They'll use WWE's <laughs> old promo. <laughs> but those are kind of what I am expecting. Um, New you Japan would pay to see Okada and MJS? Yeah, it'd be great. Could you imagine MGF just talking all that shit and Okada just unfazed? Do you know who you're fucking with? Does he wear the white gimmicks? Sure. Why not? I mean, lays, I mean and then, then MGF is laid out with a, with a Rainmaker. If evil is booked on this card, how pissed are you? Mm. Oof. That'll be my... You guys want the Zonis or popcorn? <laughs> what if what if Jurassic Although Express take on Hiromu? Awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a really good match at that, that uh at the show. Yeah. What if you what if we get speaking of Hiromu, Hiromu and Shang, Shingo taking on Lucha Express? God, you you just did what I do. Jurassic Express? What did I call them? Lucha Express. <laughs> that's, that's what I always call them for some dumb reason. I mean, because of Luchasaurus, I always call them Lucha Express. Wait, no. Why, why do we don't... Oh, no. Our uh, Red Dragon's going to be in that Undisputed Elite match. Never mind. I'll give you a reason. I mean, many possibilities. So no yeah, ROH, huh? Jonathan everything. Gresham's not going to face Kushida. I mean, who knows? I, I mean, no, because why would you have, have, you, have Oh, that would be cool. That would be freaking nuts. That would be cool. Now, I, I say this too. Watch, or it, you don't even have to watch, but but read the transcripts from uh, the the Japanese commentary during Dynamite. And, like, Shingo was out the first week, and he was doing a lot of call-outs about people he wanted to – Oh, I do that move. What a great move. Wait, he does commentary on Dynamite? Yeah, he does it with uh, the main New Japan guy. What? At least the first show he did. Uh, What if I could find the transcript of it? Was he just talking shit? Let me see. Translation thread for Shingo and Maruta's 4-6 episode. (coughs) Um... So here's some of the translations. He he once saw Adam Cole's match in person at the Tokyo Dome, probably the match the ROH had against Kyle O'Reilly. So he remembered the baby catchphrase. 
He might want to do Shingo Takagi, baby, when fans can cheer in Japan. Whoa. Shingo said he had a match against Adam Page once in Aichi. Uh, Page said in the back comments, that guy Shingo is pretty good. And Shingo thought, like, who do you think you are? Uh, Shingo felt nostalgic to see Samojo wrestle because when he was in, on ROH tours 15 years ago, which I saw, he saw Joe mm-hmm. wrestle in the main event scene when he worked the undercard matches. Joe was a much bigger draw than, in the, than him at the time. He feels glad to see Joe is still active. Um, Shingo knows that Joe <laughs> pays a lot of respect to Japanese wrestling legends. He even thinks that Joe's closed fist punches are a tribute to his Ryukan knuckles. Hmm. Uh what else? Interesting. What else did he say? He got annoyed because Spears didn't finish the match with made, with the Made in Japan S backbreaker. He he marked out in capital letters seeing Wardlow beating up a lot of security guards. When <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> when Shingo saw Jericho Appreciation Society leaving the parking lot via van, he was like, "Hmm, that's a nice car." He also recognized yeah, what that. what does Jericho do? Is Daniel Garcia on the card? Wow. That was, I mean. Uh, Garcia see, and Hiromu? You know, or do you do Despi cool. and Garcia? Despi Garcia was really good. Yeah. Um, he said uh, he also recognized that Excalibur when he saw a mask guy on the commentary team meeting him in L.A. on Bola. Uh, the table match reminded Shingo of ECW oh, chance as a fan of 90s wrestling. He said he still chants ECW at drinking parties, while the rest of the LIJ members are like, what is that, since they don't know much about ECW. He said Nido should watch more wrestling outside of New Japan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, that's awesome. Shingo asked Murata if Hardy's worked in New Japan in the past, and Murata said Jeff had a singles match against Naito for the TNA title. Then Shingo said, I wonder if Naito wrestled knowing Jeff, or wrestled Jeff knowing how great he is. Nah, Naito's not interested in American wrestling. He said during the Julie Hart and Karashita match, it was the first time seeing her wrestle. He likes that she uses the Falcon Arrow as a finisher, which is a tribute to Hayabusa. Mm. Um, he said Shingo remembers he wrestled the Young Bucks many times, not only in Japan, but also the U.S. and Spain. He got super kicked countless times in Spain, so he paid it back by double pumping Bomber. Uh, he saw Young Bucks making the crowd hot in person at the Tokyo Dome. Wow. Uh, Shingo that's that pretty cool. That's that's nice how he he kind of paid the respects to the Bucks. <laughs> he said he said Shingo Metz said he was a Ring of Honor champion about 15 years ago with Naruki Doi FTR holding the tag belts. He said that nobody probably remembers it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are some other good ones? Wow. Um. Uh, it feels interesting for Shingo to think both of them now wrestle in front of a huge audience like the main event of the Tokyo Dome or this episode of Dynamite about the Young Bucks. Shingo said that he's an old man now, so he thinks about such things quite often. Uh, he said Americans love sharpshooters, don't they? When they saw the double sharpshooter. Uh, Shingo loved the way Funny. Zach Hardwood beat up the Young Bucks after the hot tag. His praises were like, this is exactly what American wrestling is. I should take note of this great sequence. I learned much wrestling from watching the variety of AEW talents. And then oh, last, wow. week, 
was Shingo pops up when Cash Wheeler used the Corey Bomb as he used the same move with a different name, No Shigami. It got a huge reaction with the crowd, so Shingo said he has to use this move more carefully from now on. Oh, very nice. So, yeah, Shingo over there doing some commentary. and I just I love that he marked out for Wardlow beating up the security guards. <laughs> I mean, Shingo and Wardlow would be kind of fun. <laughs> Two big dudes. Uh, that's so funny. Yeah, that would be cool. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of avenues that they could do. There's a lot of ways that this could go. Um, it's, it's interesting. I don't want people to be upset. Like, I don't think this is going – I don't think they're going to both bulk get scared and treat this as Noah New Japan where it's eight six-man mm-hmm. tag matches. Yeah, God, I hope not. God, I, I hope not. I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't. I just, I, I just think people need to, people need to understand that this isn't going to. Yeah, exactly. This isn't going to be what everybody thinks it's going to be, but what it will be is something great. And uh, bigger than you know, the. Uh, Ring of Honor show, huh? See, I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting because that just meant a lot. I mean, you know, your main event was was Jay White finally being dethroned by Okada, which everybody yeah. wanted. You know, I still think as as much as some people said it was a was a letdown, the G One show here gave us that amazing Archer Osprey match, but America yeah. got Okada Tanahashi. Anna. Yep. I mean, think about that. I and like the people who are like bitching that oh well, there's no way they're putting uh, uh, any uh, Obari in them. Are never going to put any Stardom on there. People got to remember one thing too. No, he's there. There will be no Stardom, and it's not because of that. The same the same day, unless they're going to immediately leave after the show and get on a flight. But the big Cinderella show is that day. Oh. So the big the big pay per view that gave us last year, Utami and Siori, is the twenty sixth, yep. I believe. So no, oh. there's not going to be startup women out there. Like, figure it out, man. Like, people got to stop trying to pull out of things. Dave Meltzer, by the way, tweeted the best women's wrestling is in stardom. Courtney Wa- Courtney Rush, uh, I think she's in Shimmer, quote tweeted and said, "Japan isn't going to fuck you, Dave. Chill out." I just ran with that. <laughs> I mean, but it is the best women's wrestling. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. I mean, it's not wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I just, I think, I think it's, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be really good, man. And I can't wait. We have to go to it. Yeah. From hell or high water. <laughs> no, this is going to be, I mean, the Forbidden Door. Uh, I liked how Adam Cole hijacked the announcements, um, you know, from Tony Khan. And I liked how it was just shown. And the graphic was cool. And you're just like, this is going to be, like you said, that special event. It's close to us. 
Uh, hopefully, we'll get tickets to, tickets go on sale May 6th, pre-sale May 5th. Um, so, yeah, hopefully, we'll, we will see everybody there. Uh, hopefully, we'll get in uh, Friday, enjoy a night or two out, and, uh, yeah, then go to the big show on Sunday. So, yeah, uh, looking forward yeah. to it. Looking, yeah. looking. Like I said, there's, you know, as of now, there's just three of us that are pending, you know, what, where we can, where we can, yeah. where we, what we can do with tickets or if we're going to, if we're going to try to, you know, get up in that, uh, that sweet type thing we were talking about that we almost yeah. did before. Um, yeah, man, I, I, I can't wait. I, I can't wait. We got to. It's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be fun. Oh, it's gonna be a really good show. There's gonna be a lot of good stuff on it. Um. Oh. So, um, this also just dropped. Uh, Will Osprey tweeted at Kenny Omega, "You gonna be all right for June?" Whoa. Um, and or Kenny Omega tweeted. Or, wait, so what did? Let me find the original tweet here. I want to, I want to lock, go back on this here. Was this tweeted before Elon Musk purchased Twitter or or after? So, oh, did he buy Twitter? Yeah. So, uh, Osprey, tw- there's a picture from Don Taku of him and Tanahashi. Osprey tweeted, this match Whoa. will be very special. I'll be paying homage to Russell. It largely impacted my career to show my appreciation for his contributions and sacrifice. As long as the referees don't screw me, this win will make me the ultimate Grand Slam champion. And really? then um, the invisible hand, Don Callis, uh, tweeted hashtag Omega Fantasy Camp after it. And then hmm. Kenny Omega tweeted, you're making this way too obvious, but thanks, I guess. Um, and he was talking about him that he thought. Osprey then tweeted, you're going to be all right for June. And Kenny Omega responded with a gif of, um, oh, my God. Why can't I think of the guy's name? The dude you love that wrote, that he's got a TV show on HBO. He wrote Seinfeld. Oh, Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah, yeah, the main guy from that. I don't like Larry David. Yep. Larry, thank you. Larry, Larry David. David with a beer and it's a gift that says, eh, we'll see. So, I mean, Osprey's calling out Kenny Omega for this now, too. Wow. I mean, do we do we need to see that? Do we care? I think it would be great. I think it would be tremendous. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, th- think of o- Osprey and, and Kenny Omega. I'd rather see Penta and Will Osprey, but... <laughs> Um, Phoenix, did he show up? Remember, he was cool. Phoenix, I think. Yeah, I think he's almost cleared up. <laughs> uh, what's been your there. take on the? I know you're you're not finished yet, but what's your take on the uh, All Japan Pro Wrestling's uh, Champion Carnival? Uh, so ah, far? good. We can end with this because I'm gonna I'm gonna go watch some Carnival. This is a perfect way to end it. Oh, I gotta finish Better Call Saul. <coughs> I got 15 minutes left in the Saul. Oh, how was that show? Oh, never seen it. Never seen Saul. I'm I'm on the weird fence where I think I like it better than Breaking Bad. 
No, a lot of people do. I mean, that's just a testament to uh, Bob I'm, Odenkirk. I'm surprised. But I hear about this Kim Wexler character. How, yeah, is, she, is she a good one? Yes, she's good. Everybody's good. Tony Dalton's incredible on the show as Lalo. Okay. Uh, and they 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 kind of, oh, man, it's good. I don't want to say it. I I really can't believe you haven't watched it. Just so much more. Uh, shout out to FTR, by the way, having the uh, the best, like, three months in wrestling. Uh, you remember, like, three months ago, I was like, why is FTR not the focal point? And then, lo and behold, it's just let amazing. It, let it play itself out. And let's so not forget I'm, their matches against like Moxley and Punk, you know, and like just uh, some good ones over on, on, on Dynamite there. So, yeah, no, they're, they're having a hell of a run. It's great to see. Uh, what do you think about the rumors that the WWE was interested again in FTR, but then apparently rescinded that comment and said, nah, no real interest. Well, um, Dash, uh, Dash Harwood said money isn't everything, which Ooh. probably pissed them off. Uh, have you have you done, have you got into the carnival at all yet? No, unfortunately, I have not. Um, so, first two nights felt to me like 2017, 2018 carnival. Like I, I, the lowest ranked match I have is two and three quarters. And that's because okay. I thought the the finish got a little abrupt, um, which was fine. But I also I get what they did in the match, but I but I also was like, eh, like you, you everything was fine with it, and it was the correct booking if that's how you were going to go with it. But I still, for some reason, had like a shit tasting in my mouth. But I also did. I also liked both guys. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, night that was night two. I went two and three quarters on Ishikawa T Hawk. Just just a weird finish. Ooh. I won't spoil anything. Um, so night one, everything I had was three and above. Every match. Um, Takuya Nomura, Yoshitatsu, three stars because Takuya Nomura is just a gem. Um, definitely okay. didn't work. I was about to say that's the only reason Tatsu should be in a three star. <laughs> And, I was and like, Nomura, what the hell? didn't even work that hard. Now, the the show I'm watching yeah. tonight is Nomura Miyahara. So I'm like, Ooh. I have a I, I have a cocktail that I poured while we were doing the show that I'm getting ready to shotgun and get a, get a nice little buzz and watch that. So I'm tipping shit over in excitement. Uh, so I'm there you go. That boy. Uh, but uh, first night also, I went three stars. T-Hawk against Ryuki Honda. I went three and a quarter on Irie versus Ishikawa. Three and a quarter Ooh. on... Ashino and Lee, uh, three and three quarters on Miyahara Kumarashi, and I went four and a quarter on Suwama and Aoyagi. And then the second night, uh, I, I told you about the first match. I went three and three quarters on Yuma Aoyagi and Takuya Nomura, almost went to four. Oh. And then uh, four and a quarter on Miyahara Suwama. But this tournament has been not. I, I've been so. Baffled, like, are you gonna to get to watch this, or do you, do you want updates as, as it's going? Like, do you want spoilers? Yeah, are you already uh, spoilers? yeah. Like I said, I, I unfortunately already know who won one block. So, so like, yeah. so opening night then, because it's been so long. So Nomura beats Yoshitatsu with a butterfly lock roll up. Cool. T Hawk beats beats Ryoki Honda with an O'Connor roll. I was like, all right, another roll, whatever. 
But then Shigehiro Irie beats Ishikawa with an elbow strike and knocks them out. They stop the match. Oh, wow. I was not expecting that. Then Aka, uh, via via trap like Akalak, Ashido makes Jake Lee tap. Oh, shit. Which I didn't see coming. And then with a top rope senton, Kumarashi beats Miyahara. What? <laughs> and then with a fisherman driver, Aoyagi beats Suwama. I was like, let's go. This is going to be all over the place. It's like a changing of the guard in one mm-hmm. night, in the first night. That's crazy. And then uh, T-Hawk dominated Ishikawa the whole match, and then Ishikawa caught him off guard, coming off the ropes with a Fez press and pinned him with it. So out of nowhere, wow. the only thing Ishikawa did, and for some reason, like, I think I need to change my rating because, like, I was a little salty, but then I'm like, I don't care. It's just Ishikawa. He should fucking win. He's tight. But I'm like, but I wanted T-Hawk to win. But then again, it's like T-Hawk dominated. He just worked the leg. Every time Ishikawa was trying to fight back, he'd take his leg out, chop the shit out of him. But it's just Ishikawa said, this is all I got left, and just put his body size on him and pinned him. Like, that was, yeah. that's like a real thing. I'm, yeah, I'm changing. We're <laughs> going five. Nothing's better than three in this turn. Let's go. <clears throat> and then Nomura beat Aoyagi with a, with a Dragon Bridge suplex. This match, if you remember when, when we watched Aoyagi Otani, when Aoyagi yep. decided to take a shot at Otani and Otani got pissed and they just started going at it. Aoyagi does that again with Nomura and Nomura stood up, stands up like, who the fuck are you? And it's just, <laughs> they just start beating the shit out of each other. And I was like, yeah, here we go. And then uh, Miyahara and Suama went uh, 30 minutes, went draw. Went to a draw. Why does Suwama hate Miyahara so much? <laughs> I don't know. Why, why can't Suwama, he lose this? He hits him with a big lariat. Miyahara gets up and hits him with a blackout knee. And then, like, the bell rings. And then they just start throwing punches until they get separated. Okay. I dig that ending. That makes sense. Uh, so, I'm going to I'm gonna start. I'm, I'm off work till Friday. So, my goal is to get 100% caught up on stardom and finish the carnival these next two days. Um, stardom, I have the two big shows from the end of March, the one that Kyrie uh, Hojo, oh, yeah. Hojo returned at. Um, also has uh, Siori versus Julia, which I'm really excited to watch, and also has the winner of that the next night gets Mayu Itani. Um, also, there was a really cool startup show that I watched. It was a house show. Um, let me let me go to Stardom World here. Was Tom Nakano on that show? Tam? Yes, Tam Nakano was on there for sure. Hmm. Uh, weak sauce. I, I just got a spoiler, but that's okay. I would have not been able to avoid it for the simple fact that I would have had to go past this to even get to what I was going to watch next. Oh, and the Cinderella tournament just started, <laughs> oh, too. So that's, that's where the I'm regular where... Randy Orton hoisting the titles up at Night of Champions moment. <laughs> um, and yeah, the Cinderella tournament just started, too. But you know what? It's, it's a spoiler oh. that I saw that I'm not mad about. So that's cool with me. Oh. Uh, it was the Stardom, uh, Stardom in Nagoya from March 21st. Um, main event was great. It was the best Ruaka match I've ever seen. It's her and Thekla. And Thekla is just, oh. she's so tight. But it was uh, Saya Ida. She's that little 
like really short girl who looked like a bodybuilder that you saw with the green. Yep. Um, she's in the the stardom stardom main team with uh, Mayu Iwatani, and they wrestle mm-hmm. Alta Lavello Kabaliwa and Julian Siori. Uh, in the they call it the Ali Kaba Memorial, and it's the last time that they're going to tag together before they split off into their separate ways with their title match the next week and so on and so forth, focusing on Donna Del Mundo. And it's just, it's weird to see Julian Siori, who are serious beat-em-up, whip-your-ass wrestlers, um, when they, when they're also the Bello Kabali one, they have, like, like, uh, Julia's in, like, a, like, coral, they have, like, like, baggy, Baggy, like not baggy tights. Which, oh yeah, like baggy tights, kind of. So that's like the baggy but a tight material tucked into like their boots, and then they just have like um, like like the like the sports bra top type thing, and then the big arm sleeves like basketball players, and they wear like coral and like like a lime green, just weird colors for the two of them. And then they have like black masks that they wear. They have like flashing lights, and they come out to Siori's music, and they have like a dance routine they do. And it's just weird seeing those two do like a weird dance routine together where like Julia's in front of Siri and they're moving back and forth and it's all choreographed and shit. It's it's so weird. But I'm watching it going, damn, this tag team in 2021, literally, if it wasn't for the Young Bucks, in my opinion, were the best tag team hands down, doesn't matter of gender, doesn't matter company or country. They had such a great year that... I was like, fuck, this sucks. We're not going to see him tag anymore, at least for the time being. Um, yeah. So, like, I, I that's part of the reason I stopped. It's because then I went on a deep dive watching a bunch of Aldo Lamello Kamali tag matches. God, they were such a great team. Those two are so good. And it still blows my mind that Julia, I mean, what, she's, she's a four-year pro. Yeah, and and let's and let's not forget there were what the top five PWI tag teams of of twenty twenty one. Yeah, PWI had them I think four. Four, yeah. A lot yeah, of Julia lists. made her debut for Ice Ribbon in twenty seventeen. She had nine matches wow. in twenty seventeen. And she's already got that swagger. She's got that move set. She's got that faction. She's just got that everything. I, I saw like photos with her and Shingo that looked cool, like they were doing. I'm like, that's, that's fun. Just, so yeah, I mean, does she venture her way out to the West? Do you think? Oh, that would be awesome. I I don't know if she does. I hope it's not the E because they've proven they don't know what to do with talent like that. So I hope not anything crazy. Back record with talent like that with Piero with uh, Joshi. I mean, I apologize, Joshi wrestlers. Yeah. Bring her, bring her, let, let me see her with Britt Baker. Let me see her with Thunder Rosa. Just awesome. let her be her. Yeah, and they would. They don't sign people and change them. That's that's the advantage, you know. Like when I they mean, signed Keith you, Lee, he was Keith Lee. <laughs> does she have? I mean, do they have any past her and Tony Storm? No, because Julia was an ice ribbon up until 2019, okay. and Storm was gone by then. And you yeah. know, if, if you look at like a potential counterpart a year from now after the, you know, series been wrestling since I think 2010, 2008, something like that. But you look back, Utami Hayashi Shida, who's the other, obviously, star we talked yeah. about last year, 
you know, yep. Women's Wrestler of the Year because, yes, it was her in Syria, but she was the champ, so she gets a nod. But she didn't make her debut until August of 2018. Yeah, I was about to say, she's like 22, 23. <laughs> you know, she she had only 32, 42, she had only 57 matches under her belt before she headlined the the start of American Dream and Big Apple show when she wrestled Momo for the Wonder Stardom title when they came for Mania wow. Week in 2019. She had 57 matches, and she was headlining their first show in America. You know, uh, and, and then she put, look at the I remember watching it, but I don't remember that at all. That's crazy. You know, then you, then you, you fast forward and you look at you look at last year in June – and Jeez. she has this match, this 43-minute double KO with Siori. And it's just like, ah, oh, she's so good. Bravo. She is so good. It's, and then Moonlight like Yeah, she's so young. Like, they got some. And, and bringing in Thecla, she is incredible. Yeah. A lot of good stuff coming out of Stardom. Like I said, I'm going to get caught up in Stardom and the Champions Carnival tonight. Because um, I do want to get ready because um, when is, let's see, I believe, let's see, let me let me go through this primer here. Uh, do we have it updated yet? No. I had the, uh, damn. I had, a, oh, maybe, maybe actually Cage Match might have it. Let me. Let me try cage match real quick, and then this doesn't have it, then I'll just advance. Uh, it's not on there yet. Uh, this is amazing radio here. I apologize. Uh, here we go. This is, this is what I want. There. Yeah, so May 5th. Uh, so a week and a half from now, Dead or Alive 2022. Yes. Yep. Right there. Saw the card a little earlier. I couldn't tell you what was on it, but I did see the card. I I, br- I perused the card. Um, you, you know they're they've been they're advertising King of Gate, a lot of good stuff. You know, uh, Akota Minora's in King of Gate, uh, Dragon Dia. We see um, King of Gate brackets are released now. Half of these names are in Japanese, so unfortunately I can't read them. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so Dead or Alive uh, is the Hip Hop Kikuda comeback match. We get the Ry- Ryuku Dragon Pro Wrestling Soryu Championship match. Uh, KZ and UT are the champions taking on Yamato and Dragon Kid. That'll be fun. That's the um, oh, what's that guy's name? Guruku Masks Company, I think. Who's always in there? Uh, Dragon Dia defends the Brave Gate against SP Kento. Uh, and same show, Dragon Daya and Yuki Yoshoka, so double duty, defend the Twin Gate against Shin Skywalker and Diamante. That's a tag team I never knew I wanted to see so bad. Uh, Naruki Doi, Kaito Ishida, and Kota Minora with Minorita, Minorita, the, the mini Minora, uh, taking on Eita, Kotaro Suzuki, and Nosawa Rongai. Hell, yucks. I'm going to eat a bath. Uh, Dream Gate match is Kai versus Susumu Yokosuka. 
Uh, if Susumu loses, he must leave Natural Vibes and rename himself to Susumu Mochizuki. Somebody said tight. Does that mean we're getting an M2K reunion? What was the uh, – so I didn't get to see. What was the What was the, the thing you were talking about that joined Natural Vibes? Oh, I can't tell you. No, sir. Uh, you got to watch what, what, what show am I watching then? Uh, I guess whatever one just passed. I saw it on, like, the Dragon Gate page, so I was kind of bummed. I was like, no. But, yeah. New signee, very cool. I'm intrigued by it. I mean, I, I think he was a member before, but I can be this... mistaken. Okay. I'm just, so, like, I see the results, but I can't tell. I can't. Double pinfall. So I can't tell who won. Was it the Jason Lee negotiation rights three-way six-man tag? <laughs> yes. So it looks like it ended where no team won. Yamato was the first guy out, and then Skywalker and Jackie Funky Kamei got a double pinfall on Shim- Shimizu and Kyo. So nobody won. So that to me says Jason Lee went and joined with Dragon Dia's team. Dragon, yes. Is, okay, that's tight. That's a great angle. They're what do they call that? D, D, D something. Oh, what do they? What do they call? I can't remember what their what their what their factions called. D, D something. Uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. Bad radio once we get here. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, we're, we got we got a deep dive into Dragon Gate here um, coming up. I'm I'm excited to yeah. really get into it more. Uh, and then we got the big uh, Naito kind of match on the first as well. Uh, That's Sunday. Good, uh, That's right. Uh, shit. And then the uh, Champion Carnival is at the B Block, correct? The finals uh, on Friday. So a lot of good stuff uh, coming up. Uh, Warrior Wrestling, as we stated, we believe in St. Louis this weekend. Um, shout out to Impact Wrestling apparently having another great event. Rebellion. Uh, and and giving uh giving the strap the belt, the championship title to Jeff Alexander, uh, which I hear was a, a wonderful moment, uh, a really good match with Moose. Kudos to Moose uh, for the matches that I've seen uh from Impact yeah, uh, how since the title. Has he been? He's like, been really, oh, really good. Yeah. So from what I heard, the reason that they, they did the way they did it was because Alexander hadn't signed a new contract, so they just kind of set it up. So if he decided to, to come back, they had yeah. an angle for him to then take the title. So it sounds like that's why they had him win instead of Moose just beating Christian as they play at the mm-hmm. scene. That way, if he didn't choose Because I guess it was 50-50 on him resigning. It wasn't like he didn't want to, but he just wanted to just kind of take some time and just be play his cards right and you know and, and impact cool cool about it they did that angle and it paid off because then we got this yeah big moment good good for him he, he definitely deserves it and uh yeah just uh impact again always being that low-key promotion over the last couple of years uh since demore and all them you know kind of took it over and and kind of had it in and where are they now like or whatever, Canada. I don't know if they still do the Canada thing, but uh, just uh, yeah, some really good good stuff uh, over there. So um, yeah, 
I haven't seen a bad show really from that company since uh, Mania Week in 2019 when Well, I was going to say RVD and Sabu against Phoenix and Pentagon when they had a ring that was like the size of my office at work. It was like a 10 by 10 ring. That shows. Ah. Oh, speaking of that, didn't suck though. This was wonderful, Ryan. Thank you so much. Don't forget, go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash wrestlecast radio. Again, wrestle ca radio. Uh, over nine different options. Also, uh, where you can get your Pro Wrestling Summit tees and the S1 commemorative uh, inaugural shirts. From 2021. Um, yep. Again, options. We got some pure cool shit. We got the OGs. We got the Midway. We got the Lake Show. Um, we got the good goods. Uh, also, with the good goods, get that summer body ready. Uh, repsports.com, R E P P sports.com. Promo code, coupon code over at checkout. Save 15% off your order. By using a WrestleCast again, Wrestle C A S T right at checkout. Uh, get those gains, uh, lose some inches, feel good about yourself, build that brain, and also curb that appetite. Um, a lot of different options that you could use depending on where you want to go. Uh, stuff sells out fast. Sign up for the emails. Wonderful, great deals that you can get. And also, you can top by saving that 15%. Also, don't forget to watch Ryan every Friday night, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time, over on twitch.tv forward slash WrestleCast Radio, Pro Wrestling Summit, the hottest show in all of wrestling. Pro Wrestling. I don't want to say simulators. Like, it's not a simulator, right? No, we just... You know, two, two, two athletes going to the third Announcing in all the land, and that's by the technical legend himself, Mr. Ryan Cook, also with Sportscast Radio. Uh, don't forget to check out the Amaka Draft 9.0 leading into the 2022 NFL Draft Thursday in Las Vegas. Just think we almost went a mm. few months ago. What? Uh, but, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm excited. All, Wrestling. It's so, going to be fun tomorrow. We got uh, um, Paul Pickens Jr. and Travis Waitman uh, from predominantly Orange Waitman covering the, the Broncos and Paul Pickens from uh, Finn Fanatic covering the Miami Dolphins. Guys, we've had them for years. Uh, their teams don't have first round picks, so damn it, they're going to just come join us. And the two of them, myself and Luke, are going to just randomly. Um, we're just going to randomly pick for the teams that don't have writers that are on the show. So <laughs> we're just going to have some fun with it. It's going to be tight. It's going to be awesome. tight. Can we check that out? Should be good. Who do you want the Vikings to get before we go? Um, I, I, I kind of, I, I would love Sauce Gardner, but he won't be there. Um, Stingley would be cool. Kyle Hamilton would be cool. Um, I wouldn't mind. Je- I wouldn't mind Jeffries out of Florida State, the edge rusher. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. Otherwise, if they want to trade back, get a couple picks, I wouldn't be mad to and and do something else. But I just, or you know, go ahead and if Drake London's there, grab the grab the receiver out of USC. The kid's six five. Oh yeah. Hands. Every- you know, you put him out there with. 
with an aging Thielen and, and Jefferson, and you got some more weapons. But I'm I, I'm excited. I think there's been a lot. This is this is the the craziest draft. I'm trying to figure out who's going where. I've ever seen. Like I've had there. I've almost had three different players at number one in my mocks, in my five mocks, and I've had three different players that pick number two, and I think I've had four out of my five different at three. Wow. So I really don't huh. know what's going to happen. That's the first time in a long time. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're baffled. Yeah, going to be a good show. Going to be a good show. But yeah. I'm, I'm excited, man. We will, uh, we're going to figure out next time we get back to you. Hopefully we can get back to you after New Japan. Maybe Alice will get, get in here after Sunday. We can talk New Japan. We can talk Champion Carnival Finals. Um, there we, we can uh, break down Dragon Gates, the, the Dead or Alive show. And also, yes. they, and then we can uh, talk some King of Gate too. Very excited. Cannot wait. Until next time, don't forget, uh, subscribe and review wherever you pod your cast, Apple, oh, Spotify. Oh, I have one more thing. One more thing. I apologize. Uh, if, if, you're, if you don't watch uh, AW Dark or Dark Elevation, um, on Monday, uh, he's here, folks, and he was on the latest episode of Being the Elite uh, as they were talking, the Bucks were talking mad shit to Brandon Cutler for Peter Punk and yelled at them. And they said, you know, Brandon Cutler, you know, we're, we're going to, you're going to get your ass kicked. You know, you're going to get your ass kicked on, on Monday show. And he's like, not because I'm going to tell him. And not because I was like, Brandon Cutler, you are going to get your ass kicked, man. Because this man is the former DDT heavyweight champion. What? And he is here and you will be facing Takesha Konosuke. And Konosuke Takesha was standing there, and they're like, you know what, Brandon, we heard he's a better videographer, too. Maybe we'll make Takeshita two contracts, Kanosuke, or three contracts, and we'll get him another contract because he's good at everything. And they put Takeshita over huge on being the elite and then advertised his match. They're like, let's not forget he had two matches during the pandemic with no fans, and he made events in one of them tagging with Kenny. So why don't you take that, Brandon? So I got I to gotta turn on uh, Elevation and watch Takeshi to beat the piss out of Brandon Cutler. Wow. I'm excited to catch that. Thanks for the uh, insight, DDT. I miss <laughs> you. That's who you end up the champ. Uh, you know, that's why Takeshita uh, or Takeshita. Uh, gosh, you say it so much better. Uh, but that's why he's on the sixth grade. It's going to be really good. And who knows, Ryan, maybe he'll be a part of Forbidden Door. But well, that's next what time, I still said. Hold, no, no, I don't. You should, I'm so glad you said that. I don't mean to keep this going, but I said at Forbidden Door. Why don't you do Happy Motel? Whoa! Which is Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi, and Kanosuke Takeshita. That was their six man team in Dragon Gate or in DDT. Why don't you do Happy Motel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was a thing. Why don't you do them, and you could have them work. I don't know. Um, have them work. Or if you don't have anything for Moxley and Danielson, do them against the uh, Blackpool Combat Club. Oh, man. Do you, yeah. Or, I mean, or do you do the uh, 
you know, Red Dragon and Adam Cole. I still think they're going to be in that Bullet Club undisputed elite oh, match. I, I really think that's going to be a thing, but I could be wrong. And if they did Cole and, and them, Cole and the Red Dragon, fantastic. Or give me uh give me Jericho, uh, Garcia, and Swagger. Or give me Kingston uh, and LAX. Yeah, give me that. That works. So, a lot of opportunities, but I just thought I'd point that out. Uh, after, after I finish, like I said, I got 13 minutes of, of stall, and then I'm going to uh, watch that to catch in the match. And also, Thursday's finale of uh, Tokyo Vice, damn it. They're putting out two episodes a week on Tokyo Vice, but I'm like, yeah. maybe it's already. I've heard there's ten episodes, so I have a feeling they may release three episodes on Thursday. Okay. Kind of like they did, like how the first week they did, th- they did three the first week, then two, and then two, which then they could do three again, and then that's all ten. So if that's the case. Wednesday, two a.m. Central Standard Time is when they drop. So. I'm excited. One of my favorite shows yeah. I've seen in a long time. This show's so good. Nice. And you know the culture, so it's even better. It's like and you're back there. Sato's my homie. He's trying to tell. I'll, I'll watch him sing the Backstreet Boys all day. <laughs> good night, uh, folks. Hasta <laughs> mañana. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.